Welcome to Superhouse Podcast, episode 72, where no one can hear you scream because it's a podcast and you're just listening. As you guessed it, we'll be reviewing Alien Covenant, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Michael Fassbender, Catherine Waterston, and Danny McBride. If you were not part of Superhouse, you would be the senior alien correspondent, I, I Sen- senior creature I, correspondent. But you're not a you're part you're part of the Superhouse, so you can't be a correspondent. Yeah, anyway, well, I, go ahead. I'm glad I'm glad we don't have this person yet. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you're pretty much fulfilling <laughs> that. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, take it away with the uh, review, man. All right, cool. I got a few things I want you guys to go first because. I want to hear your thoughts because I'm a little torn on this movie. So, like some people just—it's a love or hate film. I think. Like, I don't—I'm kind of the middle ground just because I love the franchise so much. So, but I'm also that way about Prometheus. So, uh, all right. So, Andrew, just your general thoughts on Alien Covenant. Just like I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. That kind of stuff. Okay, we're not getting too deep yet. Not too deep. There's going to be like a likes and dislikes. Like we're going to go through the dislikes okay. and then the likes and. Get a little more into it. I wanted to try something a little different than just you just spouting off everything right away. Yeah, just, I guess you. Just your general reaction to it when you walked out of the theater. I would say pretty underwhelming. I'm going to say that. Damn. So I'm, I'll. So if we're keeping it simple, I'm going to say that and somebody else go. Stefan. I really enjoyed it a lot more than I guess I thought I was. I kind of went in like, all right, let's don't have expectations. Let's just see what we get. Was, yeah. I thought it was a lot better than Prometheus for the reasons that I've knocked on Prometheus for for so long. That's what I'll say so far. Cool. Um, I'm torn. I've seen it twice now. I don't know how I feel about it. There's definitely stuff I really like in it, and there's stuff that just kind of irks me about the film. <laughs> and uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm just kind of torn. I mean – I'll own it. I will have it in my collection. I'll watch it several times. I mean, I've seen Prometheus like more times for than someone should see it that hate, that does not like that film. But I'm just, yeah. I'm so enamored by. But like, why do I hate this film so much? And it's kind of the same way with Alien Covenant, where I didn't hate it. I do think I'm mean, with Stefan. I do think it's a ten times better film than Prometheus. Um, when when I was watching it, I, I distinctly remember a time when I was like, I would watch this again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, the second viewing, I enjoyed it more. I could like kind of pay attention to the smaller things that were happening. I knew what I was getting into, but yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of torn. I don't really know. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. You know, you know, I, and so that's how I feel about that. So Andrew, going to start with you again. Just okay. dislike stuff right out the gate. You're just like, that's dumb. I don't like this. Uh, okay. I don't get why this happened. And we, maybe I can try to clear some of this up or okay. I'll just be like, I agree. That's dumb. Why the fuck they do that? Okay. Um, so I, I really feel like this has a very similar issue that Prometheus had in that, and this has always been my beef with Prometheus, this movie, the themes are disconnected from the plot. It's this Rudley Scott and whoever the writer is or writers, they're trying to tackle religion for God's sake. And then it doesn't go anywhere. You got a guy telling everybody he's a man of faith. None of his decisions have anything to do with his faith. There's yeah. no science versus faith stuff in this movie at all. 
and it's just like it wants to be deep. It's like a it's it just feels like a teenager that just saw the Matrix and is like, whoa, bro, that's amazing, but doesn't really understand it. Like that's kind of how. Yeah, that's kind of how this movie feels to me. It's it's just like, like, dude, this the first one was essentially a survival horror film in space, yeah. and it was simple. You run away from the monster and you try to survive. That's why it worked. And the second one was a James Cameron action movie, so it's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> but then, almost but, the same. You run and hide from the monster. Yeah, you know. And that, and that's it. And that you know, keep the shit simple. But he tries to add this religious shit these days, and I know they added it in the third one, but the third one wasn't as good either. Anyway, I, I just gotta watch that director's cut, dog. And it, all that religious <laughs> stuff makes it look. It's it's much better. The director's cut. I mean, the Prometheus director's cut. No, no, no. Uh, Alien Three um, is oh, much oh, better. Like, the director's cut is fucking phenomenal. Like, anyway, continue. Yeah, so this kind of stuff just it just bugs me because I mean you have it literally starting off with again spoilers here. Turn this off if you if you haven't seen the movie and you want to, but it has this conversation of the, the droid talking with his creator, which is man, and it's it's and then you, this theme runs across the whole movie where it's like uh, the creation goes against its creator, so. But that I don't see that theme happen really anywhere else. I mean, the, the man of yeah. faith guy could have gone against his religion, could have gone against God. What his if he's religious, then he should have, you know, had like a crisis of faith and gone against his religion or something. It would be in his way a parallel to the android, which is the creation going against its creator, something like that. It just. It, it just doesn't know what it's doing with this stuff, man. He likes to bring it up. Ridley Scott likes to bring the stuff up, but he doesn't like to do anything with it. That's yeah. the, that's what kills me about this stuff. I know, honestly, I feel like the internet like really hates Prometheus for a lot of different reasons than I do, and and and, and I think I think that this movie had like the exact same problem, and like they have the female hero that is trying to be like a parallel, like trying to remind you of Ripley or whatever, but. This movie is not about her, it's about fucking the android. Fastbender yeah. steals the fucking show. It's about him. And the other problem, the other big... I'm not even going to nitpick it, man. The theme and the plot being disjointed is the main thing. The other thing is, the alien's not the main monster of this movie. It's it's uh, David. Yeah. And I kind of... Yeah. I don't want to go into an alien movie with that happening. I know they want to expand the universe and shit, but... The, yeah. like Like, dude... I, I just I want the alien to be the fucking monster, man. It's I just just keep it simple is all I gotta say. Um, somebody else take it. Uh, maybe I went over time, so uh, sorry. About no, that's that. fine. Just keep going. I, it was just trying to get like I was trying to get a little bit more, you know, just like we could just you know just go beat by beat for a second, just like get our thoughts on the dislikes and then whatever happens happens, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's just, dude. If you're gonna talk about deep shit, i.e., religion. Then fucking pull through with it, man. It just it yeah. just sounds like it sound again. It sounds like a guy that just took his first philosophy class and is like spewing out bullshit that he doesn't even understand. That's again Let's, okay. We're not we're not we're not in the likes yet, right? So I'll just yeah. I'll I'll leave it at that. Somebody else. Go. <laughs> All right, Stefan, nice. take it away. What'd you hate? Who me? 
Yeah, what did you hate? Dislikes. Go. What did I hate the most? Um, I hated how the, it had those same pitfalls kind of that Prometheus had in like people were just doing dumb shit, like their reactions to things. Or yes. like, like I understand that the guy's a soldier and he's just a grunt and he doesn't give a shit. But like that is just like storytelling when he just steps on these spores. And so the spores are one thing. And then you have all these other pupa creatures that they have the before and then you have the next one so it's showing these like three different types of creatures um so i thought that it was kind of unnecessary those spore things plopping up from the ground or whatever yes yes um um <laughs> i hated the whole thing of like well i hate the trailer when it's just like human vegetation this far out i'm so glad they didn't have that line where it's like so quiet or whatever where are the animals and shit like that it's just like so dumb because it's so obviously a human fucking planet that they filmed it on so like steering clear of those things would have been nice i felt like um i'm glad that the characters most for the most part that got killed were treated as fodder and weren't we weren't <laughs> we weren't like we weren't duped into thinking that they might lead somewhere it was just like that guy's gonna die that guy's gonna die it was super predictable it was very comic booky um you know but but i felt like there was a lot well okay dislike still um i hated that dr shaw died well i don't know i didn't hate that that much um you know there was i actually i, I enjoyed it a lot more than i think so i don't have too many hates i have a little couple things that snagged me up but i was like eh not a big deal yeah um but yeah, I think that's all I have for right now. Cool. Uh, I'm going to agree with Andrew. With uh, I, I, My biggest dislike with Prometheus and Alien Covenant are that Ridley Scott wants to make these religious, like, who are our makers, and ask these big questions. You know, and my thought is that the studio goes, but why would we make that? And he goes, hold on. I want to return to the Alien franchise. And they go, Hold the yeah. fucking phone. You want <laughs> yeah. to bring aliens into this? So it gives him totally. a buy with him. Because, I mean, like he's like, what, like 75? or This dude's old as fuck. So, like, I'm sure death is on his mind. Like, is there anything past this life? Like, I get it. He's like that kind of filmmaker. Those are the films he probably wants to make right now. But yeah. Hollywood, the way it is, even him being really Scott, he has to have some kind of, like, well, what else are you going to give us? Like, we can't sell a movie with you just sitting there. Like, you're not yeah. Terrence Malick. Like, his movies Quantum don't make that much money, you know? Like, you can't just sit there and contemplate this. Like, would Prometheus have been better if it would have, like, tried to not be an alien movie? Yes, it probably would have been fucking great. But um, yeah. I, I feel like the monster, um, because like Andrew said, when you see an alien movie, you want the monster. That's why you go see a fucking yeah. alien movie. And even if it's set in the universe, yeah. you're gonna you're expecting some kind of creature. Um, yeah. Something. And uh, I think that that's, like, I know that Stefan and I kind of talked about um, that when... Uh, you know, hopefully really Scott wasn't like, Oh, let's just throw fucking monsters in it. Cause that's all people want or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, because it's a, it's called alien covenant. I'm fucking want an alien in it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. I feel like all that is the afterthought. It was, I felt like a lot, I thought some of the alien kill scenes, even for the neomorphs weren't that yeah. cool. They were just like, some of them were fine because they were like shootouts. And I was like, that makes sense. I mean, you know, how yeah. many bullets can this thing take? But I just felt like, I don't know. It's kind of like if alien gets shot out into space or it gets clamped and crushed to death. And I thought that was kind of a dumb reaction for a perfect organism, quote unquote, yeah. to yeah. jump at something that's not organic because it's not in their nature because, you know, they want to they want to spread the xenomorph like they're just bugs. You know, they like 
fucking want to spread and like overpopulate and destroy and kill. Like that's like the hive mind, you know, that's what they have to do. So I just don't feel like that made any sense for it to jump into that fucking thing. But I was like, all right, I guess it's, I mean, all right, whatever. How else is she supposed to kill this thing? Um, you know, just a lot of that stuff. Uh, like I said, with Andrew, I agree with like this, trying to make this like deeper movie than what you need to try to make. Like, I don't mind those questions being brought up, but don't circle it around your whole fucking movie. You know, like if there's like a, like, you know, if you have a man of faith and he like does, like Andrew said, he should do stuff that's within his faith, you know, or make decisions based on that, you know, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. But, yes. but, um, you know, like, but don't make it like your focal point. Um, you know, I know we're not in the likes yet, so I was trying to get through some stuff. I've kind of, I really like Shaw and David, so I was kind of upset. I'm glad we did get that little that little preview movie yeah. that was like four minutes long to see what happened to them. Um, that, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I don't like, I didn't like the opening to fucking Alien Covenant either. Like, I like that conversation, but I could have handled that as like the Last Supper, that Shaw scene, or just like a little tidbit yeah. to throw you. Um, you know, there was a, the last supper, that scene, I think, uh, would have worked better in the beginning, like showing the crew together and like showing, like, why the fuck did you just pay fucking James Franco a shit ton of money to not even be in this fucking movie? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. So So ridiculous, man. You know, like you could have spent more time on your writers or, you know, getting something more solid instead of just going into fucking production or whatever. But you know, those are like my beefs. Those are, I think that's like my main shit with it. The kind of that bugged me i um i was trying to think i agree oh, with man. all those as well i i, I wasn't like I, I wasn't sticking like the themes were obviously weak and stuff but i thought they were moving the, the whole movie along i i agree with that the, the pacing and, the pacing and, was and in an entertaining good. way yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> say that i think i agree with like pretty much everything you guys say in in, in retrospect yeah i i think <laughs> another thing i hated too it's like uh this is like my biggest beef so this is a fucking alien movie we get a new creature we get the neomorph it comes from that spore thing which that spore thing is like i was watching this review of it and it's like so if you're on an evolutionary scale what makes an egg better than a spore that you can barely hit go into your ear and then make your creature like in like i mean i don't know what that like breeding or like that that cycle period is that the neomorph goes through but it seemed pretty fucking fast yeah, like that seems yeah. like evolution at its best. So like something that bugged me is like, well, then why would he make the egg? And like, why? Like, and then at the end when he has the, uh, the little like uh, embryo face huggers, it's like, well, I don't know. I mean, there's a third movie, obviously. So maybe some of this will come different, but like some of that stuff kind of bugged me. Cause like, after I heard that, I was like, yeah, like spores would be the best way to train. Like if you're trying to like take over a world, or you know something or get something into people as fast as possible and get them infected that's the best fucking way because there's nothing to fight against that because they don't know about it like if you see a giant weird creepy egg you just go i'm staying the fuck away from that thing you know i don't know i just was like "Ah, i don't get but my biggest beef was so you have a neomorph and a fucking xenomorph why was there not a fucking fight scene (laughs) <laughs> two creatures going at it dude i would have loved that like they look at each other there's that moment of like which one's the better which one's stronger it's kind of like uh the uh the david and walter fight um that was kind of cool I yeah I mean, I was, like you get to the likes but like i like i love that scene i like uh but i just i was like missed fucking opportunity to see a neomorph fight a fucking xenomorph dude like there could have been a whole scene yeah. like on that like fucking the uh the ship that danny mcbride's character tennessee takes down to the planet 
Like, yeah. what there could have been a battle on that fucking thing with like um, Daniels like trying to shoot him or something and like falling off of it, and they're like scraping and trying to kill one another. Because like, yeah, you, those things were so weak to begin with. Yeah, so it yeah, would have been fun to just. Yeah, it would have been fun just to see that fight. Like, I thought that was a huge missed opportunity, a good way to, like, kill off one of the creatures, maybe damage, like, fuck up an alien enough for Waterson to kill it, and then you get that, like, final alien attack in the cargo bay and stuff. Um, but I was just like, man, that's, like, I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to see two creatures fight. Because, like, I'll tell you this about Predators, like, for all its, like, downfalls, that fucking part when that super predator fights that just normal looking predator is fucking great, dude. Like, like yeah. you as a fan of that franchise, is like, fuck, yeah. predators are gonna fight. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, that's cool because a xenomorph wouldn't fight another xenomorph, you know, that's high mind. But another creature that just based off of, like, you know, the experiments or whatever that happened, they might want to fight one another. And I thought that was a super like missed opportunity, man. Like yeah. that would have been so fucking cool. I think if that scene would have happened, I think you would have had a lot more people happy with this movie, even with like the religious stuff and the misgivings, it would have just been fucking cool to see. And that just bugged me about it, man. Like, I feel like a lot of movies I'm seeing recently, big summer movies, they're like based off something that's like older that I love. It's just like yeah. shit. They probably would have went for in an older movie. You know, like they're like, this is fun, crazy. Let's just do it. But now they're like, oh, let's play it safe. Let's, you know, let's keep them separate. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. it's just like, a lot of I the same know. themes are popping up in these in these big movies lately too. Like the motivation of David is very reminiscent of the motivation of like in Kurt Russell and Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah. You know, they, there's right. this. This it's prevalent. It's prevalent in a lot of movies, and that that really bugged me. I was just like, all right, you know, it's just it's uncreative. Yeah. All the way. All right, guys. Now we we we've trashed it. I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we said everything that we dislike about. It. I'm sure there's more, but for the most part, all right. So, Andrew, what did you like? Things that stood out that you were like, man, that was cool. Despite that other shit that happened earlier, I enjoyed this scene. I enjoyed this stuff. Broad scope. I mean, there were there were a lot of shots and a lot of good stuff that that were very you know felt part of the alien world. I mean, then on the end when they got the guns and they're on the spaceship and they're running away from a monster or trying to form a strategy to destroy the alien, that might have been my favorite part, because there's, I don't know, man, them being on a planet, God, maybe I'm just too traditionalist with this, and I'm not even the super fan like you are, yeah. but it's just, I kind of just want them to be on a spaceship, man. <laughs> I don't even yeah. want them to be on a planet. I want them to I be going through some metallic corridors yeah. with a big-ass gun, breathing heavily, and that thing just a silhouette around the corner, and they're like, oh, fuck, they're after us, man. You know, some shit like that. That's what I want. You know? <laughs> get us, man. You know, I'm <laughs> Bill Paxton all over again. I don't know. So, <laughs> something, to that, something to that effect. I mean, I could have... All right, I'm going back negative again, but... Uh, there were sh there were there were shot there were shots like that that I liked and the, and like Stefan said the, some of the pacing was kind of good where just as soon as somebody is pretty much done with their character boom they're dead and 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 yeah. some of it wasn't as cool as the others but it, you know it was like they didn't like it wasn't other than the religious stuff it wasn't overly self indulgent in that way <laughs> the religious stuff it was very self indulgent but whatever um, so yeah that's. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. that's all I gotta yeah. say. I like the crane action scene too. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah. And Fastbender. Fastbender is number one. Yeah. 
I thought his performance he, he, incredible. That guy can act like he's okay. He's a good actor. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Stefan, tell tell me um, what you like. Not not that he had a whole lot to work with, but I really liked Billy Crudup's performance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like taking the captain position over, and immediately you could tell how nervous he was about it, oh, and like yeah, yeah, how yeah, the yeah, crew yeah. reacted. And I liked, I liked all those scenes where there was like the hierarchy of the crew, and how it just kept like falling from to the next person. Like I hated that it had to do that, but I like how the actors dealt with those situations. Danny McBride's performance was awesome. Yeah. Um. For you know, and they gave him. He had a good. He had a good chunk, man. He was like more main character to me than the than the little Ripley clone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was really cute, by the way. She was really cute. And she was a great actress. Uh, but I like how Danny Danny McBride had this, like, just down-to-earth character. Kind of cheesy as fuck, Tennessee. When they said yeah. that, I chuckled a lot in this movie. But it, did, it didn't stop my enjoyment. Like when Michael Fassbender is in a room with Michael Fassbender holding a flute to Michael Fassbender's lips. And he says, let me do the fingering. Like, <laughs> you know, I, incredibly I not, homoerotic. Dude, it's I easily did a two-page, a two-page scene, and like more power to him for putting in there. I liked that it was like, like, yeah. uh, homoerotic and progressive in that way. You know, I was like, oh, cool. And then they even had the steam kissing. I was like, oh, cool, man, nice. Like, and you know, they leaned whatever. into that. Yeah, um, they didn't, they didn't shy away from they it. They did lean into it a lot, but it was like, yeah, there's a lot of like, a lot of that. But uh, I liked that the little the shot of the girl's head rolling in the pool of water, just <laughs> turning slightly enough. For you to tell if she was de- decapitated before you see yeah. her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, I liked the parts that were reminiscent of aliens. You know, any of the action basically just felt like a you know like a DLC add-on, which was great. <laughs> which was great. You know, I was just like, I guess I was reserving judgment. A lot of the themes, like you guys were talking about, as they came up and stuff like that, I kind of just like dismissed them because I was just like, oh, they're not saying anything. But that's just like where their character's head is at, I guess. Um, yeah. I really loved the early scenes with David and mother when they, when he's opening the ship up and stuff. Like Andrew said, I would love to just Walter. watch a... Uh, Walter, yeah, sorry. I would love to um, see a movie like with this type of scenery and stuff where it's more like more in the lounge in the lounge section of the ship or whatever, like having drinks and really mulling over some interesting shit or, you know, like more down-to-earth stories that are playing out in these in these spaceships, you know, cause then, then the prospect of a monster coming up is like absolutely terrifying. I E yeah. alien. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but you know, like, you know, it, it looked beautiful. It was nice to watch. Um, I liked all the zoology shit kind of angle that they took on the back of the walls. Cause at first it just kind of seemed like they were playing, paying reference to Prometheus with some of the drawings and they did a good job with successive shots of that room to show more and more and more of it. Mm-hmm. which all that artwork was really cool just the scenery was cool it looked like a guillermo del toro movie for a minute dude as soon as i saw that i was like who yeah. the fuck's stealing shit from del toro's notebook right yeah like, this totally. is fucking right out his fucking notebook man and i fucking this, this yeah, android continue. shady as shit dude yeah yeah i i liked a great deal of it. it was like it was honestly it was entertaining i think it had a lot to do with the pace because when they were mulling over all this like religious shit which i barely even caught on to to be honest I just saw Dude, it's people. like all throughout it, man. <laughs> I know. I just saw, I was just, I just saw performances. That's what, like, when I talk about character, um, you know, when I can't, when I, when I badmouth Prometheus, when I talk about character, for me, it's, it resides somewhere in performance 
from the actors mostly. Can I and say I something like, about this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you off there for a no, second, no, you're fine. but just what just to add on to what you were saying. You know, Maddie and I we grew up in really religious towns and families yeah, yeah. or whatever, and I think you know to go a little deeper here. I think that if it's just if you're gonna bring that up, man, you got to pull through. You know, you really you I can't totally just agree. you can't just bring that up haphazardly. Yeah. So that that kind of stuff when I see that, it's just very it's just, it's, yeah. it's just like dude, this is these kind of things I've like thought about yeah. and wrestled with my whole life. For, yeah. So for me, so so to see yeah. this. In a movie like this, it's like, all right, you're gonna bring it up, you, but you, you might as, you know, you got to stick the landing yeah. here. Yeah. But he, he does not, and he didn't yeah. in Prometheus. So uh, anyway, what were you gonna say? I, I agree with, I actually agree with that. Um, but also, like, I guess I'm like, kind of on the other side of the spectrum from you and Maddie in that regard. To add on to what you were saying, um, in that. I guess I was just like, ah, the, you know, they know what they're talking about. Whoever's, you know, like Ridley Scott must be but very. But they religious. don't. Like, they whatever. do not, bro. They do but not. I, I know. I, I can also tell that just by, you know, the the thing where that resided for me is like you, like you said, don't introduce it if you're not gonna have some follow through with it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was the one thing that one of the things that pissed me off. Now I'm thinking about it was there was no resolve to any single one character in the entire story. There was there's, no resolution. Yes, there's no real arc to it. I think that is in a storytelling sense. I think that has a lot to do with the issues you're taking umbrage with. Um, also on top of it being like religious in your experience with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that, but then I was just like, I don't know. I guess this time around it, it had enough to keep me entertained for me not to like mull on it or like chew on it as much uh, especially since i don't have like a religious background in that sense yeah um again to me that felt like days of future past or something it's just like all oh, these two good actors just kind of like trying to find their way through whatever those people are making them do but they're doing it well they don't get which too, is they good. don't like, get yeah, really like religious and i thought it was funny past, though i thought it was funny that i thought it was funny that out of all the scenes with all the different actors like some of the best were with the one really great actor they had on cast not that the other ones aren't but it's just like it's like, how are we going to make this movie better? Uh, have Fastbender talk to Fastbender. <laughs> you know, it's like, there's like, come on, Fastbender. Like, fuck, did they shoot that? That had to have been maddening for Michael Fastbender, all that shit. I mean, they, they set up, again, and this is a non-religious thing here, but they have this, essentially this, this I don't know if you call it a theme, but an element of the script is that they're, they're all couples. Yeah, that's, that's which, which a, that's didn't come across integral. at all in this film. They, they, they yeah. should have kept that Tennessee. That why they cut that shit? T Tennessee makes one decision based on his, uh, you know, love for his wife or whatever, and the rest, the rest of the cast, yeah. it just seems like that no, none of that really plays out. It, it's just, like, it's just like a, really Scott's playing with a bunch of elements, but he doesn't know what to do with any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Thinking about it even more now is. A little rough. You went in. You went in with low expectations, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, uh, look, yeah, yeah, Kevin I, Smith I, I, always I says. Kevin Smith says a bad day at the theater is still a good day, and I 100% agree with that. You know. Yeah, even, it was. Even I if you a, saw a bad I, movie, I, it's still I, a great day. I I really liked the xenomorph scenes when you actually got to see it because that was where it hit me right in the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my nostalgia was when I, just seeing that thing climbing on the ship. I was like. This is totally like the opposite of what they introduced in the original Alien. We're seeing like this thing, basically ninja attacking these people. 
Um, but that was cool. <laughs> like, I like how the fucking alien used its tail to get him a little taste before he killed the fucking people. <laughs> yeah. Just slid it right into her DMs and then slid it out and then... Um, some of the gore effects and stuff, well, it was all CG blood. Maddie, I, was, I thought of Maddie, I was just like, ooh, yeah. Um, but I like... So, none of it was very clever. I just, in a, in a kind of vindictive way for the characters you didn't like, it was nice to see him get killed any which way. And when the xenomorph punched its mouth through the other guy's mouth, yeah, takes on a plane yeah, shit right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, yeah. The yeah, I liked the dropship stuff. Anything dealing with spaceships. The whole time I was like, man, you know what I really want when I grow up is my own fucking ship, my own fucking crew, because <laughs> I wouldn't be making these dumb decisions like these people do. Yeah. I'm just like, just give me my ship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, they they even have that, like, they, they make sure that the planet is inhabitable. They can breathe it as the right air. It has water or whatever. But I How? still... They I, never pointed that out either. Like, no, they did. They, like they, 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 they actually, kind of protocol. They actually did. They actually did mention that, but it's a, you know, Class M planet in Star Trek. Anyway, so they... Yeah, okay. I feel like even if you even if it was deemed that, wouldn't you or still wear a helmet after you, after you get on that planet? Or and that's That's a nitpicky thing. That's not really, like... A, Sending a, a deal breaker, but couples to Oragai Six. Yeah, exactly. For one hot Oragai. I thought it was funny because before they announced, before they pronounced the name Oragai, I was like, "All these motherfuckers going to Orgy Six? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, that was a tidbit I really liked. I was like, "Oh, Ridley." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Where... I thought of Metroid a little bit too when I was watching it. Yeah, totally. There's a great Metroid fan film online that has the one of the chicks, the chick from IGN. I think I've seen it. It's actually pretty good, yeah, and isn't it's, it? It's Scott influenced uh, short film worth checking out. Yeah, get, like before Nintendo will die, never make, make an R-rated <laughs> film. Nintendo's never going to make an R-rated film, but they need to make yeah. a hard PG-13 Metroid film. God damn it! Hell yeah! Get Takashi Miike to direct that shit. <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I want to see cool. Hideo Kojima direct either an alien movie or a fucking Metroid movie. He'd kill it. He would he'd be good. I mean they do they really need to do that. Cuz he would introduce that religious shit and then he would totally fucking blow your mind. He'd have it from a Japanese perspective though, which is which would be interesting as well. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, things I liked about Alien Covenant. <laughs> oh, sorry, Maddie. Uh, yeah. Sorry, man. Uh, David and Walter, I love yeah. all their scenes together. It's great. Yes. I, when I first heard Walter talk, because I enjoyed David just because he's such a little shit, and mm -hmm. I hate him, and he's such a good villain. Yeah. Um, because you just, like, there's no reaction to, you don't know what he's thinking or what he's doing. You know, like, you're like, oh, I'm just going to take him at face value. But you can't. David's full of shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I love their scenes together. I love the whole like. So when they get into uh, the Acropolis area where uh, David kills all the um, engineers, um, yeah, that whole scene turns into like a fucking like haunted house, Doctor Frankenstein monster film for me, and I fucking eat that shit up. He's like traveling. He's like going around showing people by candlelight and shit. It's like, dude, this is haunted house shit. This is fucking yeah. dope. You know, like this motherfucker is called Gandalf's. The... Sorry. Oh yeah, that was fucking seems great. Like that whole shot just looks amazing when he's holding up the yeah. when he shoots off the um, flare. I, 
dude, that shit's fucking dope. That was not a cool. To, that was cool. Yeah. Not to interrupt, Maddie. Sorry, but I, I wish it was Elizabeth Shaw, and they took this fucking different turn. I was like, oh shit, here comes the story, and then it, well, it was David, and I was, I was like, oh okay, that's cool too. Yeah, um, but uh, I love just him experimenting with all the like. There are no animals because he's experimented on them, or like he's experimented with the black, the black goo and mutated. Because a lot of people are like, well, why did the goo not turn them into like the thing at the end of Prometheus? And he says at a point that he experiments with that that goo. So, yeah, I'm assuming it's just like a bioweapon. He can manipulate it and make it do whatever it wants. Yeah. And then part so, of me started thinking like, well, how does he know all this? And I was like, well, he's a fucking robot. Like he has endless amounts of knowledge. You know, like he's a scientist. He can heal you. So I just kind of chalked it up to that. So, yeah, <laughs> but um. Are we led to believe that his experiments are what like took all the life from the the planet there except for plants? Yeah, I mean basically because like okay. they would if he made any kind of version of any kind of xenomorph, you know, yeah. like if if he made face huggers or different types of face huggers or whatever, they would seek out any life form and make it, you know, cuz that's hive mind, that's what they got to do. They want to procreate and make more of themselves, you know. Yeah. So, like, he basically killed off everything trying to make this perfect organism, which ends up being the xenomorph. So, okay, yeah, like, that's, he's that's what I had uh, thought. So, I like the film because you finally know who, why the xenomorph, like, who made them, and it's David. And it's like, fuck, man, that's like Fassbender, yeah. like, that's a pretty big, like, mantle to carry, dude. Like, you created the fucking alien, like, it wasn't the engineers, like, they gave yeah. you the, they gave you enough information to to make it but you created the actual alien from alien dude so i really yeah. like that scene i loved um i'm with you uh, i'm with you i mean i think it would have been cool to see shaw do something i think the actress uh, i'm gonna butcher her name so i'm not gonna say it so but um Akja. Uh, um Akja. what nothing go ahead <laughs> but um uh, i i would have liked to have seen her i think that would have been cool if maybe her and david like maybe david somehow corrupted her or something and she has yeah. turned a little evil or they're trying to you know they went in on it together and it's like her that saves them or maybe yeah. she's like david or is somehow mad like yeah something like that or maybe you know like david just like she has like a metal device like some kind of i don't know i just i hate that her character died um but because i think it would have been fun to see like katherine watterson being like the ripley of this movie and then like her character was the ripley of the last movie you know but to see two of them, it's like, well, we've never seen that. Two women just fucking being badasses. You know, like, I mean, I guess you could say maybe Alien Resurrection, but I don't know, you know. But um, I love that scene. I love all that stuff in the Acropolis. Uh, I The one scene that I really love is when the alien goes in at the end of the film, when he goes into, like, the, the ship's bay, like, where all the uh, construction equipment is that Catherine uh, or Daniel's is like head over and she like they go in there with walter and have the cabin conversation and stuff um but that scene where it's walking upright and looks really human like and like turns its head slightly like scoping out the situation i was just like that is unsettling dude it unsettled me so much because it moved like it moved like we moved it wasn't it didn't seem so alien even though it looked alien but like just those little bits when it would when it moves like that it wasn't moving like a creature would you know um, I love that scene when it first walks into that room, kind of scoping out the situation just to see what's going on. And then it like flips on the, like, I got to go get her. I got to go kill her, you know, or 
you know, and plant her with fucking face face huggers or whatever. So um, that bugged me too. That the neomorph being this like weird like Doug Jones wannabe kind of effect. Oh yeah, I didn't like. I dude, I would have really have liked the scene where they were gonna take it with like uh, when he says that thing about if you blow on the nostrils of a horse, it's like yours forever. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Like, it is yeah, to, to, to learn like, more cool. about that. Yeah. And I was like, to learn more about that communication would have been cool. Yeah, I was like, that's cool. And then he shoots him, and I'm like, okay, I get that motivation. I would have shot the motherfucker too, because the dude ripped off that dude. Uh, the gore in it, I think, is great, despite it being very CG heavy. Like the whole back scene is great. Like when the yeah. body like flips backwards, it's just yeah. so it's so great. Why did mm-hmm. that fucking yeah. hug? touch the wound like what doctor would ever just like Dude, fucking the, uh, the wound like and that. wouldn't you like those, wipe your face those, off as soon as you i know you're in shock but wouldn't you wipe the blood like, off your face that's that's what bugged me that's the typical i don't know who you know like why does that show up it's different writers right why does that show up in prometheus and this one i, I honestly writers, think the crew acted a lot a lot smarter than they did in fucking prometheus and those motherfuckers they did they did were, like, were all yeah. scientists like yeah they specifically did. for this thing you know, like I can let some of this slide, some of the characters in Alien Covenant slide, because you didn't really know what their positions were. Like, oh, I guess he's a pilot, but then it's like, but then like Tennessee's character can also like get out in space and shit. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah. so he's like sort of an astronaut. Like he can do a lot of things. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. I like that no but, one was really like, you never really knew what anyone did on the ship. They all could just work together and they all kind of yeah. knew everything. So they it was kind of like fine to, yeah, but I didn't think like, I mean, I, Billy Crudup, when he looks in the egg, like, I get that because, yeah. I mean, he trusts David because, I mean, yeah. they really have no reason not to trust David till like, you find out that he fucking kills Shaw and you're like, oh, my God. That fucking yeah. scene when they showed her body, I was like, that's so up. fucking disturbing, so fucked up, man. Uh, I love that shot, like, right before he takes Billy Crudup into yeah. the basement and it shows that that sketch of the face hugger. And I was like, Oh fuck man. You don't <laughs> go down there, dude. I love, I, I love the face huggers moving. Oh, it was like, awesome. yeah. yeah, um, yeah. One, the one thing I do like about like, even for like as bad as the AVP movies are, I do like seeing the aliens move super fast and like suit, like you said, like ninja, like, or like, you know, like yeah. this is the way I always that imagined cool. the moving, but because there was no budget to do CG or CG didn't exist around the time of alien and aliens, you were pretty, you had to stick to the shadow. So I like the stuff like in the daylight, like if it looks cool and like the yeah. shadows are correct and like the CG is good. I like that stuff because I've never seen it move like this, you know, and I think it makes it more frightening when things move faster, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, um, especially because I imagine that's how a facehugger would move. You know, I don't expect it being really slow. I mean, I think Cameron and aliens did a great job in that scene where it's like Newton Ripley without a gun and the facehuggers like running around the room. Like that seems great. You know, they needed um, more of those I did flashlight like... type scenes. You know, that shit is terrifying when all you can see it just escaping the light of your, your flashlight. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's great. And and those movies are a product of their time and, tr- and trickery, you know, like the, like that, like if you saw the alien suit, just walk out in the daylight, you'd be like, Oh shit, that's, that's a shitty rubber suit, dude. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's all lighting and shadows, man. And it works. I don't know if I need yeah. to see that. Like, I don't know if I need that so much. I mean, yeah, I think alien covenant could have taken a lot of notes from alien, like, and hid the creatures more, you know, maybe, you know, done something different yeah. with the neomorph. Like I, was a dislike of but when he was talking about 
you know, like the audience just wants to see the monster more, you know what I mean? It's like the thing that obviously worked for the first one was showing it less, you know, and I'm just like, oh, they're way off base. <laughs> also, yeah, man. This, guy, I, I, this is Joey pointing this out too. He just said alien vision when we were talking earlier. And I was like, you that know, was cool. you know, I fucking, it's always cool to see the point of view of the creature, you know? And then I think it's yeah. the first time like in, within the alien, I mean, this, I, they might've done it in AVP. I can't remember. Those movies are not that great. So, um, <laughs> yeah. but, um, you know, I thought that was cool. I really was hoping to see that scene where the aliens running, like it's in the trailer and it's that red room, but they're on the ship and it's like jumping through the halls really quickly. And they didn't put that scene in the movie. And I was really upset because I thought that scene was awesome. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I love that scene where it's like trying to get into where um, uh, Danny McBride's character is. Um, I just love that fate that like that just oh, I just love the face it's making with it's like the way it's just crouched on there. I oh, love it, man. Uh, you know, uh, I do like the first scene when you first see the first Neomorph because it reminds me of the director's cut scene when the alien comes out of the bull and it's like, it's like stop motion and it looks so fucking cool. And I like the little, I felt like it was a throwback to alien three. I don't know if it actually was, but I felt like it kind of was because it was like a little thing running and I was like, this is kind of cool. I like this. Um, uh, Yeah. I thought all the actors were pretty solid. I'm kind of with you. Like when you get into an alien movie uh, and when your cast gets over like, six people it's like okay well half of you guys are fucking fodder so or all of you so my my biggest like beef with like any of the character stuff was the uh like um uh fucking tennessee's like uh the girl and then the guy that were married um the black guy and then the the girl that were on the ship with him like his his other in commands or whatever i just felt like it was like oh we don't know what to do with them now because they did obviously survive so let's put him in a shower scene so we can do this I actually didn't like that. I actually hate that shower scene. I don't think it was yeah. very necessary. Yeah, it was pretty it was weak. It was weak. Yes. You know, I didn't. I, I didn't. Felt under- like, it felt like they were trying to throw, trying to throw back to like old slasher fit, flip tropes. You know, yeah. Know, I mean, it, it, new... no, I totally agree with you. I whatever. just thought it like took like it didn't take me out of the movie, but I was just like, all right, whatever, fuck, we got to do yeah. the fucking tail thing from Alien One, whatever, because we put in the fight. Honestly, I wish that scene would have been cut and just used in the trailer, like. You could have done anything else, man. Um, yeah, 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 I know, right? Yeah. And I would have liked to maybe have seen more of a teamwork effort instead of like, you know, like Walter yeah, slash David is in there telling them where it's at, which I liked. But it's like you couldn't have just had all four of them try to take on an alien because I, I feel like an alien, yeah. like at this point, like getting to this point in the films, like an alien, an alien takes out the entire fucking crew except the cat and fucking Ripley. You know, <laughs> like, and then there's the android that they take out. But that's like, it's it's pretty fucking hard to deal with. And none of these people are like the Marine characters. You know, all those Marine guys are dead that they take with them on the Covenant, you know? So it's not like I'm watching like Aliens or something. But then in Aliens, they take out every motherfucker in there, Marines and all, except for Hicks, Bishop, Ripley, and a small child. And I would have liked to have seen yeah. it been more like a hard, like, I don't know. I don't know how you could have done it. I'm not a filmmaker. I don't know. Uh, you know, if someone was paying me to like sit there and think of how to do this, I could, you know, but no one does. Yeah. But I just feel like that scene could have been better. And I would have liked those characters have been utilized a little more. I'm getting into dislikes now, but you know, I don't know. The more I think about it, like, it I don't know. pretty bleak ending for all these characters you had invested all that time into. Dude, like right into yes. that whole cabin line. Uh, like part of me was hoping that I knew, like you knew it was David, but part of me was hoping that it was still Walter and they kind of twisted the twist or something. 
Dude, this is so. But it was, and I was just like, oh, dang, that's fucking pretty bleak. But I was just like, oh. So I didn't think about this, but the, Walter didn't. Usually in an alien film, you see the people die. You see how they die in an alien film, right? You know, chest yeah. burst or face, you know, however you right. usually see it. We did not see Walter actually die, and we already saw him come back from being stabbed through the fucking throat with that fucking flute. Um, True. So I think I'm really hoping that maybe Walter, he'll come back with a fucking like I'm, blimp yeah. or something. Well, what I'm hoping this is like on to the next question was like, what do you where do you hope the film the film series goes so we can just move into it? So I'm just gonna go first. Sorry, because I just segue. Um, go ahead. But go what ahead. I hope is that so so David at this point is gonna do whatever he was trying to do to Shaw, which we don't really know, but he we do know he was he used some of her to create the xenomorph. So I, my theory is that he is going to make a queen alien in fucking Watterson, or try to at least, you know? Because I think that'd be fucking great. Like, I would love to see her character die, and we get, like, you know, Ridley Scott's yeah. queen alien. So wait a minute. Know? What's the point of a queen if... Oh, to multiply, I guess? Yeah, because he can't make the eggs all the time. I mean, like, David almost died because of Walter, because Walter almost fucks him up in that fucking android scene. Because I was yeah. like, holy fuck, he's going to kill David. You know, like I, I yeah. so I think he's gonna engineer a queen, so therefore the eggs can constantly produce because she's gonna yeah. keep producing eggs that would be cool. un, forever until she stopped, you know, yeah. or gets mad yeah. and yeah. tries to take on Ripley and aliens. So he needs to find. Well, I mean, this gets in the whole thing. It's oh, like, why wouldn't yeah. you just use the spores because it's a better delivery system, you know? I mean, if you could just make this old plant that you can barely touch, and a spore fucking goes in your ear and turns you into a fucking neomorph. Like, how much would it be to engineer it to turn them into a xenomorph? Like, I don't know. Let's get into science shit that I did not go to school for. I just wanted to, I just wanted to draw cool shit, guys. But um, so my, <laughs> I think he's going to try to create the alien queen, which I think the embryos, where they look like facehuggers, I think are like the queen. Because there are different facehuggers that were, like, developed in the comics. Like, there is a facehugger that uh, solely puts a queen into people. Um, yeah. which is kind of acknowledged in Alien 3, but I think it just looks like a normal facehugger, but I think like writers and comic artists like kind of expanded on that mythology throughout the years. So I'm really hoping that those are like two queen ones uh, that, you know, he has a backup just in case one of them like dies because like when you saw Walter pull out the one embryo and put it in the biohazard thing. So um, I have that. And then I think, because Joey Joey mentioned that he's like, oh, so is that the planet that LV426 is? And I was like, I don't think that the planet they landed on that Alien Covenant takes place in is not. He's like, but it's in the mountains. And when you watch Alien, it's a very craggy, mountainy place. And like, yes, there are mountains there, but I don't feel like it's the same rock structure. But also years yeah. pass, things happen to planets. But my theory is that Walter, because he enjoy, like he wants to save Waterson, you know, um, because there's that connection that they have, like David had with Shaw, sort of. You know, yeah. um, I think he's going to find an engineer ship or he's going to fix that engineer ship that they found and fly it to the planet or where to Orgai 6 to save Watterson and the rest of the crew from David. But that's my theory going into the next, you know, what it will be like 2020, probably when we get the next alien movie. But that's like my theory so far yeah. after seeing this film and just things that I think about with the alien universe. And this is what I do in my free time, people. I think about fucking alien <laughs> yeah. movies. Uh, you know, but that's my theory of like how maybe we could get this together. And I think Oregon 6 will be LV426. But they'll okay. change the name because time has passed because depending on when we meet Ripley's crew, you know, because it, the way this series is supposed to end is that like 
as soon as you end Ripley Scott, Ridley Scott's like um, uh, this Prometheus trilogy or series of films, you should be able to put Alien in, you know, like, and just be like, oh shit, like when you, like as soon as you end Rogue One, you can watch A New Hope and you know exactly where you are. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it'll set us up for like, we'll see the Nostromo like coming into view like, and then credits roll at the end of that movie. I'm like, holy shit, I'm gonna go and watch Alien right now. But um, <laughs> I'm hoping that that all kind of comes together because I would hate for Walter to die because I really liked his character. His voice threw me off at first and it took me a while to get into him. But I love the dynamic, but I love the, the Fassbender, Fassbender dynamic. It's so good. He's such a great <laughs> actor that I want to see more of it. And I would hate for it just to be like, you know, yeah. in 2020, we get a little video of like the Shaw David thing where it's like Walter's just dead on the ground. And it's like, fuck, man. Man, they should pay me to write that fucking script. <laughs> Dude, fuck. I, I, I just have, made a better alien movie. But what do you guys, what do you guys want to see happen next in the. Uh, I just, I have a question to pose af okay. after this, this section. Um, but uh, I'm not sure what. It doesn't. See, I'm not sure what I would think. I like your idea of, of him in Waterson or whatever, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not sure Alien or Aliens needs much of a massive, expansive universe like they're doing right now. It seems like Ridley Scott would be better off taking another direction. It seems like they're building up this huge like continuity and mythology of characters and stuff. And like I was saying earlier, it seems like really comic booky. Yeah. I kind of I kind of would hope that they went like an anthology route and just just cast new people for different situations like the the couples and the colonization aspect of it that they hardly touched on was 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 interesting to me. Um so it'd be cool to see different type of space fairing industries or whatever it is like these industrialists or colonists or miners or whatever like these different marines and mercenaries or something i don't know it'd be interesting to see different people in these time frames and different stories that the binding element was the creature the xenomorph or now that we know that that's going to be the perfect one quit inventing new ones just you know that would be what yeah. i would want to see is like more anthology approach I think the biggest mistake Prometheus made and Alien Covenant has made is not giving the engineers. So I get like the one engineer being upset and like the, that his people or whatever are going to go kill the human race at the end of Prometheus. That's why, you know, Idris Elba's character has to wreck the fucking uh, ship that he's on. Yeah. But I think it was such a waste of cool, a cool new alien creature that you could have a dialogue with when they destroyed the race on that planet. That doesn't yeah. mean that engineers are not on other planets and could come and, you know, help them. But I was like, man, like, I would really like a connection of like, I would have loved that conversation of like Shaw because Sean David at the end of Prometheus go to that planet to try to discuss about like, why do you want to kill us? You know, what is your reasoning? And I think it would have been a better story to like have some of those engineers not agree with like Planet of the Apes, man. Like some of the apes are like humans are bad, and then some are like they're not that bad. They're just misunderstood. Like why mm -hmm. the fuck? Like wasn't there a, a section of engineers or what? Like they should get a better name than the engineers. But fuck, you know, yeah. maybe they give it to them in the comments. But I haven't read those. But um, uh, I I feel like that was a missed opportunity to have this kind of cool dialect or you know them try to figure out a language like an arrival or something and try to communicate with you know I mean uh, I think uh, David figured out a way to communicate with them. But I just feel like it's a missed opportunity to have like a human next to like an engineer and just being like, oh, this is cool. Like these engineers are cool. These ones are bad. 
And then, you know, David doing the same thing he did in Prometheus and Alien Covenant, like making some of them aliens or something. There's a better story there, man, with a lot more cool creature. Because it's like in this whole space, this whole this whole uh, this universe that they're setting up, there's only just the xenomorph. You know, it's like there's no like and then they set up a new alien race and then they kill them off in the second film. It's like so dumb. It's like you couldn't, I don't know. I just, I, like, that's my biggest beef. Like, I wanted aliens in, in fucking Prometheus, and I wanted a conversation with, you know, in this film series, our creators, you know? Like, yeah. if they want to destroy us after that, or if that's their motivation, that's cool. I just felt like there needed to be that conversation instead of, let's just rip, lift up this android, rip his head off, then kill Wayland, and then kill the other crew members, and then just chase Shaw around for an entire fucking film, you know? It's like... Yeah. I don't know. It's just a waste of like writing and just like creativity, honestly, you know. Yeah. But sorry, I'm sorry to get on that sir. <laughs> what? I said I'm glad he didn't direct the new Blade Runner. That's yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, I was gonna say a little oh, tidbit God. in the in the trailer, uh apparently uh like there's like uh, Ryan Gosling's character is walking down a corridor and there's like different androids or whatever, and one of them looks like an engineer. So yeah, I don't know like really Scott's trying to do if he's trying to like put these universes together in some weird way, but I'm not opposed to it. I know some people probably would be. I'm not saying I want an alien in a fucking Blade Runner movie, but if there's correlations that these universes oh, no. exist at the same time, I would walk out. No, no, I'm, I, I don't. I do not. Want, I, I do not want Blade Runner meets Alien. I don't want. That. Right, I know. I just, saying, I just, I, I really want subtle head. I was like, no. Yeah, I just want I like. I just want, like, maybe at some point, depending on when Blade Runner happens and when Alien happens or when Prometheus happens, that there's some correlation this is happening in the same universe. I think that it is cool because they don't do that a lot anymore, and I really enjoy films that they just take that extra, go the extra minute, just be like, what the fuck if, you know? And it's like, oh, God, that's so cool, man. You know, like, in a comic book, I would read it. I would appreciate the Pixar kind of way of doing that where they embedded little references here and there. Oh yeah. I'm not saying I need like fucking Waylon to walk up to fucking, you know, uh, fucking Deckard and say something to him be like, ah, oh, I'm Waylon from Waylon Yutani. Sure. I'd be like, fuck that right. man. But if there's like a little logo of like Waylon Yutani, I'd be like, holy fuck, you know? Right. Yeah. That would be tight. So, but like, that's why I just like that little, that little snippet of just like, you know, cause it's like really Scott Drake Blade Runner did alien, blah, blah. But, Andrew, is there anything you want to see in the next Alien film, or are you just done? You're just like, fuck it, I don't want to see another one. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to go see him. Uh, I just, I, I, okay, this is what I want. If it's going to be a sequel to Covenant, I, I want one of those spores. To, I want David to put a spore in uh, Daniels to where she becomes a queen on the ship, and she's just giving birth to aliens and shit. And then the other guys wake up because of an emergency, and all and David dies because of the Queen or something. I want yeah. him gone, even though I like Fastbender. You've been in two movies, you're good. You you've been Magneto, you make enough money. So I want him gone completely, and I want a, a back to the basics, a Queen and maybe an alien or two on the ship. Maybe introduce the Queen at the end or something. King Alien, let's do it. Or yeah, or something like that. And and and, and He's then got a big old pointed dick <laughs> with a little dick inside of it too. Oh, <laughs> double penetration. <laughs> but yeah, like a back, like they were touting this as like a back to the basics alien movie. No, it wasn't. I want the next one to be a back to the basics. They're on the ship. 
basic survival, no religious shit anymore, just running away from some yeah. fucking monster, and yeah. maybe even make it a reveal, like like she, like they're like wondering where is she? She's broken out of the her cryo gen or her cryopod or whatever they call it. And then that's uh, and then there's a reveal that she is the queen now. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, that's that's all I want. I don't have any really specifics like like you guys had. Cool. All right. So, just cross the Andrew. Like, just give us like a few moments. You're like, should people see this in the theater? Yay or nay? I'd say if you've liked any of the ones in the past, then then give it a shot. Stefan. Stefan, you there? Yeah. Oh, just uh, should people should um, people go see Alien Covenant in the theater? I think since since I paid, go see it. <laughs> since I paid for it and didn't walk out of it, yes, go see it. Um, I do think it's worth seeing. I do think it's worth seeing in the theater. Um, enjoyable and like Andrew said, if you liked any of the last ones, um, you'll like some of the stuff in this, unless like uh you have you appreciated more of the intellectual themes that were introduced in the first one and you're kind of a diehard about that there's not any like a movie but there are xenomorphs that headbutt through glass and shit so <laughs> uh i'm gonna say yeah fuck yeah you should see it in theaters it's a fucking alien movie man like this is my shit i will take every alien movie they want to give me ever i i've i've seen a lot of people say that like just stop with the franchise we don't need any more and they're gonna make these fucking films till the end of time and i will watch every single fucking one of them um i say yes you should see it i mean if if you if you did not like prometheus i think you'll enjoy alien covenant a lot more for sure um but you know if you want to see a good alien film or you want to see something past ridley scott's alien films that he's making now you need to like support the bad shit so that way people there is like still uh you know people who want to see this because i mean i'm still holding out for bomb camp alien movie or you know anyone else who can make a decent sci-fi movie like i want to see someone else take on the franchise but i feel like you got to support some of the bad things to get to the really good stuff you know so sometimes star wars though yeah i mean i've been supporting <laughs> that shit for years i mean i've been supporting aliens for years we'll see um, um all right so that's alien covenant oh, oh so that if you got something else to say Oh, I just wanted to pose a question to you guys after that section. Are we done with that section? Yeah, I have like <laughs> just some random like alien things I just want to do since this was kind of an alien episode. But you, whatever oh, you got. Oh, just gonna say, do you so, guys? Think- you do your Stefan, and then I'll do mine because they're not really pertaining to what we were just. You talking do about. you, and I'll do me. I was gonna say. Do you guys think that by doing all this like universe creating, it's one thing for Marvel that has all these different characters that you want to see come to life that already exist. But do you guys think that these universe building of every franchise and stuff is ultimately hurting those? Those, um, those I'm just going to go through. You know, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, Maddie. Um, I don't think it is. I mean, I mean, because I mean, if, like, let's just, I'm just going to talk about alien and predator. Because those are my yeah. two favorite franchises, yeah. and I will watch the shittiest movies that are created totally. within these franchises. Don't even care. Um, <laughs> so I just like there are so many books written about aliens, so many comic books written about alien and predators. I love those stories, man. I would love to see those brought to life. 
you know um i think if they're done right yeah i want to see world like i'm not i don't need an mcu for predator but do i want a predator film every cup like five to six years yeah fuck yeah i want a predator movie every five to six years like i don't want that franchise to die and if they think yeah. if the studio thinks they need to world build like with alien which yeah i don't think with yeah. Prometheus, prometheus and alien covenant i don't think they're going in the right direction with it i think alien should kind of be these one-off movies it's kind of the way i view alien 3 and alien resurrection where they were like kind of sort of part of canon but not really yeah. like if blomkamp wanted to make a direct sequel to aliens like yeah because to me they're kind of like what if movies like what if ripley landed on a prison planet with all men and there's an alien like that's cool i'd read that fucking comic book man that sounds yeah. great you know uh or she's it's so far in the future and they've cloned her several times and there's this ragtag team of space pirates and they have to take on aliens like fuck yeah man and it's written by joss whedon fuck yeah i want to watch that movie you know or i want to read that comic so you know like shane black's the predator fuck yeah i want to see that movie i just don't think with like what really scott's doing now like we're gonna have like there's gonna be like a year of like him making the next alien film and then the year after we're gonna get it you know i don't think i need that an alien movie that quick i mean i'm still gonna see that shit and they're gonna Do get my money but you know i'm not opposed to the world yeah. building i mean i just think it has to be done well and i don't need it i don't need it back to back do you feel like the stories would be better if they didn't have to focus on so much of this pre-built continuity I just don't think it should be your main focus of making a fucking movie to tie it into another movie. Like, I mean, if, if the, if the story you're writing is going to lead us to the point of say alien or back to the end of like predator with the predator, cause it's like a direct sequel, you know, um, that's fine. But I don't think, I think you kind of have to build your script around a really good story. And then if that story you could put an alien in or a predator in, then that's great. I want to see that fucking movie, you know? Um, but I think, you know, just make a fun fucking Predator movie or a fun fucking Alien movie and fuck if it ties in to the universe or not, you know? I mean, put nods to it if you want to, I but I don't think you need to, like, what really Scott's doing with the Alien franchise, like, trying to get us to this point of Alien, I think is not unnecessary, man. Just give us a fucking Alien movie. Like, just make something fun and scary again. Like, I, like what Andrew's saying, like, he wants to watch a fucking... When you see Alien, you want to watch a fucking monster movie, you know? And it can be smart and intelligent, but if you're going to go that route, you need to fucking get the smarts and the intelligence in there. You need to hire some motherfuckers that know what the fuck they're talking about, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want the, these franchises for me. I don't want them to end. But I don't think I need, like, the fucking, like, alien you, you know, the MCU or the DC, you know? Like, I don't need I don't need that for Alien. Just an alien film every couple of years just set on a random distant planet or, you know, some other weird story. The features is xenomorph that's cool you know i'm kind of like yeah. you Stefan. i don't really need like neomorphs i mean i like seeing cool new creatures and stuff but if they're just going to be fodder just to die off and just kind of be like a one-off thing like because i don't think i don't think in the next alien film we're going to see a neomorph we're probably going to get some new creature yeah totally you know or it's just going to go back and it's like oh now it's the alien it's like well what is the fuck a, like i want to know that mythology of the neomorph now and you know there's going to be comics about them you know and shit like that and so i'll have to get it from there but that's my thoughts on yeah. expanded universes and stuff what about you andrew i mean it's kind of a generic answer but i think that you know as long as they do it well i'm sure it's fine i mean alien and predator even prometheus they all lend themselves to yeah. to being connected it's just a matter of getting the right screenwriters in the room, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I I think that, I mean, yeah, they're trying to connect everything these days because of Marvel, but 
You know, no. is that I don't think it automatically makes it bad. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think oh, like exhausted. just. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I just I don't. I feel like it's like I'm starting to get a little exhausted on the whole idea of that kind of thing. But I still like my franchises, so. Yeah. I just wanted to ask just, to see what your guys' thoughts were. Yeah, I was just gonna say that in AVP, like Lance Henriksen is Wayland, but in Prome in Prometheus, it's played by Guy Pierce. So, I feel like the AVP movie, like I mean, Ridley Scott obviously did not give a shit about tying those films together, and so you can kind of <laughs> you can kind of look at those AVP movies as just like kind of standoffish, like what if movies, and that's why I like them. I I like that because I think those two franchises should come together at some point. I just think yeah. there's a really good Alien vs Predator movie that will be made one day. Or I'm gonna have to make it, and then we're all gonna have to produce it a Superhouse podcast and then shoot it. <laughs> it's out there. I know I can make it. Um, In space, no one can hear you, Queef. <laughs> and that will be the tagline. Okay, so I just have like just some random alien stuff since like you know finally an alien movies come out since we've done this podcast. It's great. Um, and since uh, Alien Covenant was so like very much David Walter Android heavy, just wanted to know. Uh, what is your favorite Android within the Alien series? You can give me a list of the top ones. Like, you can have two or three. But I just want to know, like, which one stands out for you? Like, what's your, like, you wanted them in another movie? Or you're just like, man, this is fucking good acting, and I really like this android. I'd go Fassbender. I mean, seriously, I think he's been he's been the best so far, even though his movies have kind of sucked. Uh his his performances are so good and and I mean he even played a double role in this one so I definitely definitely a fastbender. Cool, Stefan. Bishop all the fucking way. Are yes. you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Bishop is the android. Like Fastbender is a good actor and he's breathing life into this like interesting yet unfinished, unexperimented on character. I don't know how you describe it, but. Androids are cool, but the whole time I'm just like, I don't know, just Bishop was the shit. Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I like the Fastbender android and everything like that. I think it's interesting, but um, you can't be Bishop, man. Lance Henriksen yeah. crawling through that fucking tube. <laughs> that shit was fucking, that stuck with me. That shit was so creepy. And yeah. it's ripped in half, but how like consoling he was or when he puts the his hand over Bill Paxton's hand as the knife thing. Like, yeah. There wasn't any of that with Fastbender's character, but yeah. different characters. Bishop. I think it was the fingering scene that kind of yeah. reminded me of oh that. Oh my and god, like, man! <laughs> I'll do the fingering. It was homoerotic before that, and then he's blowing <laughs> on a flute in front of him, yeah. and then he says fingering. It's like they're yeah. leaning into that shit, man. Yeah, I don't mind it being homoerotic. It just it was just a little cheesy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like what? It, like it's funny because the first time I saw it. No one laughed. Like it was like this was Alien Covenant premiere day, like first showing of the <laughs> night. No one, people came here to see fucking aliens and people get fucking killed. So no one, I no one laughed. The second lot. time I saw it, more like people laughed during that scene. And it like I didn't laugh when I first heard it. I was just like, there wasn't a better way to write that scene or just not do this scene. Like they I get what they're trying to that. accomplish with, I get what they're trying to accomplish with like Walter versus David. I get it. But it's like, there's no, like, it just, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I'm just going to, my favorite Android has been, uh, fucking Bishop is the shit. 
Um, yeah. I love just like Ripley's reaction to him when she finds out he's a droid and he's like trying to convince her that he's a good droid because she's coming off a fucking alien, dude. She knows what the fucking home tried to do to her. Trying to sh- <laughs> fucking suffocate that suffocate her. Um, so yeah. I love just that whole dynamic. I like that. Um, you know, he is there. He is a good Android. That's like his purpose. That's why it was made, you know, to help humans. And I like that. Um, uh, David would be my second favorite just because he's so fucking evil and he has his own agenda. And that's kind of nice to see that, like, while yeah. you're also fighting this creature, you have this android that is trying to fuck up your day as well. Um, and then my third choice would be Walter, just because it's like, man, it's been a while since I've seen a bishop, you know? So it was nice to, like, when I saw a covenant to see that there is, like, it's not just David being a little shit and, you know, trying to fuck up the world and get rid of humans and just, just be like, the creator and you know his whole god complex and shit he has like but i liked walter just because he was kind of a bare bones kind of like bishop you know uh yeah. and uh i liked his like uh you know i just like those moments with waterson uh like after like her husband dies and like he's like oh i'll, I'll help you you know and yeah. i love the turn at the end of covenant even though i did see it coming when he started cutting his hair well like why the fuck would he like Okay, so I get like why he has long hair because he's an android and there's like living things in there, so he would his hair would grow. But why the fuck wouldn't you just have him have short hair? Because it doesn't really yeah. add that much to him. So that way um, you don't see it coming. Because as soon as he starts cutting his hair, you're like, why? Yeah, oh, was he's like, yeah. And that's like their, the crux of their plot twist too is like lies in that hair. If you think about it, if he had long yeah. hair the whole time. <laughs> Like, if he just had short hair and it looked a lot like David's, it's like, oh, well, he couldn't dye his hair and he just keeps it short. Because, like, he's dyeing his hair in Prometheus, you know? Um, so, like, I get, like, it just didn't, I was like, why the fuck would you put that scene in the fucking yeah. movie, man? Like, there's no, uh, I just, like, just stuff like that. Because I think if that scene was not in there, like, if he didn't have long hair, it was just short hair, you know, whatever, then that model of androids, their hair didn't grow. Like, fuck it, who cares? Like, I don't need an explanation, really, you know? Like, that's the least of my problems. Like, I don't need to think about hair growing on androids when I watch a fucking alien movie, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, it's like, the lead, like, I mean, I guess it kind of looks cool because you're like, oh, we haven't seen David in a while. But it's like, he's a fucking android. He's not supposed to age. Cool. But I just thought that would have yeah. been so much more interesting if it was like, because you knew he was going to do it, but you just hope that, my hope was that Walter was going to win despite it because I knew David's intention, you know, because I don't trust David at this point, you know? So, uh, I was just like, fuck, yep. man, if you would have just kept his hair short, that turn at the end would have been a fucking Shyamalan moment. <laughs> You'd been like, holy fuck. That's right. Don't let the big bugs bite. He's going to fuck your world yeah. up. M. Night uh, Shyamalan. But, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> those are my two favorites. Um, I was talking to a friend um, and he was like, I just, I posed this question to him too. And he was like, oh, like my favorite Android's the Bishop, blah, blah, blah. And we were talking about it. And he was like, and then I like David. And then we talked about Ian Holmes. Totally escapes my the name of that android at the at the moment. Um, but then I was like, dude, what about Winona Ryder? She's an android in Alien Resurrection. He was like, fuck that girl. And I was like, damn, you hating on some Winona Ryder as an android? But um, I always forget about her because like that was the turn in that one. I also feel like there's no big like reveal moment in any of the the Prometheus or Alien Covenant, you know. Yeah. You know, like, like that was supposed to be fucking, you know, David being Walter or whatever. But I feel like everyone who's ever seen a movie saw that coming, you know? Yes, yes, exactly. So, um, but like Alien, you have when you find out that Ian Holm is a fucking android. That scene is like, oh, you don't have that moment, man. I don't know. But yeah, 
right, I have uh, what do I have. All right, uh, one of my other questions was just favorite moment, just one from any of the Alien movies. Just one moment you're just like, holy fuck, that scared the shit out of me, or that was fucking cool, you know, you know, just from any of the Alien films. Uh, anyway, all right, Andrew, you can go. I'll go. Uh, so, I mean, I think it's that classic shot of the fucking of of Sigourney Weaver, like the side of her face with the alien coming real close, and she's sweating and terrified. Yeah, I think that. I mean that that's an iconic moment, and yeah. uh, I think that kind of sums it up, you know. Cool, Seth. Yeah. Um, I really like the original chest burster scene a lot uh just everything leading up to it i love the first nostromo and the th- that was the question right like my favorite moment from the Dude, yeah just like your favorite scene like one like when one you, at iconic, some point when yeah. you were watching when you were watching you're like holy fuck this shit's awesome yeah i love the shot of um what was her name sanchez or whatever the like ripped ass chick with the yep. gatling gun that shot, it's like a profile shot of her and the blonde dude, and they're just getting ready to go into that first mission. Like that, to me, is like you're like, oh my god, what the fuck am I watching? This is, this is incredible. I can't, I, I don't want to leave, but I want to escape. You know, it's just like, oh shit, it was so good. Uh, many, many more moments, but I think that one stood out with me. I think when I was younger, that that profile shot and that artillery and this fucking like, this future state where like women are fighting next to men and shit, and these like space yeah. colonies, and it's just like. You know, women or man, no matter how strong you are, you gotta gotta contest with the xenomorph, and it's just like I don't know, hard to say. Yeah. I like I do like that shot from Alien One when Ripley is in her underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, about that man. shot a lot. Young Sigourney. You know how people have like Princess Leia fantasies? I think mine's like Sigourney Rip. Weaver Alien fantasy. Oh <laughs> my god! Like just that outfit. I was like, holy fuck, you get married now. Just like marry me. That's like you know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would like so. Unpopular opinion. One of my favorite scenes that like I didn't see till they released the director's cuts of this film, is the so in Alien Three, the theatrical version is a piece of shit. There's a director's cut that's fucking phenomenal in my opinion. I think it makes the movie ten times better. It's the only version of this movie you should watch, even if some of the dialogue goes in and out. It's there's a scene. Because in the theatrical version, the alien comes out of a dog, and it's called a dog alien, like when they released the toys and whatnot. But yeah. in the original, they were, like the director's cut, it came out of a dead bull. And there's a scene where this bull, this like bull's hanging there. Um, they're gonna cut it up for meat later, and it starts, you know, does the, you know, this alien's cut comes through it, and it's basically the scene from uh, Alien Covenant where it's like has all the like, you know, the innards on it and stuff, and it gets up. And it like looks around a little bit and then it runs off. And it is just such a cool fucking scene. I it like, I don't know. I just love that scene so much just because it's like the first time you've, you know, really seen an alien run across the screen like that. Cause it's usually hidden in shadows and, you know, you know, they shake the camera or they move it quick to make it seem like the aliens are moving really quick towards you. But this is the first time it's been a still camera and then you've yeah. seen it run and you know, it like, it moves like an animal. And I just thought that scene just like, when I watched that director's cut for the first time, it blew me away, man. Cause I never seen it. This isn't like, you know, and I, I love the chest burster scene. I love like John Hurt getting the fucking face hugger on his face. Uh, you know, another scene, like my second favorite would be the, the unveiling of the alien queen. I just think that scene's so fucking epic just to see a fucking xenomorph that fucking big 
when you you used to seeing like the yeah. one in Alien, then you see the little ones throughout Aliens, and then just as a little kid, I was like, "Holy fuck! It's like the size of a fucking T Rex." Like, oh my god, the things! How the fuck are like? They're in my head as a small baby, Maddie was. How the fuck are they going to survive that motherfucker? You know, it's like yeah. it's just the genius of James fucking Cameron and those writers, man. Just fucking, you know, just like sitting in the drawing board room, being like, "What's going to amaze people?" So those are like my two scenes. Um, and I know the Alien Three one's probably not like a popular one, but that fucking director's cut, man, I fucking love it. Andrew, you'd like it. Um, there's a guy who thinks that uh, the alien is like a dragon and he uh-huh. starts worshiping it through it uh-huh. and thinks it's like a religious experience or some kind of God. I've seen you know? it. It's just been like 10 years, but uh, I fucking love it. It's the best like use of religion because it's only one character who believes this and you see his whole arc. Yeah. You know? See, that makes more so, sense. And I fucking love that scene. I think it adds so much to that movie. Um, so, but those are mine. So, I was looking at, what was it, Slash Film, I think, Andrew? The uh, Alien video game? Man, I can't remember, but yeah, we saw the same link, right? Yeah, um, so just, you know, uh, I just wanted to ask what um, everyone's favorite Alien video game. It can be an Alien versus Predator game, or, you know, so... As long as it features an alien, a xenomorph in it, it's fair game. So, Andrew... Uh, it is most definitely Alien vs. Predator 1994 Capcom arcade game. Uh, That's a good one, boy. That's a it good is, one. It is an excellent game, and uh, actually, when Johnson and I were living in the same spot here in uh, Alhambra back in the day, like three or four years ago now, uh, we we put it, we pulled it up on Mame, the arcade emulator, yeah. and we we played through it together, <laughs> like all the way. And actually, I think that was the first time I, I, I beat it because I played it before, but this is the first time I went through it. And I mean, even as you, if you go through it now, it's it's like it holds up. You know, it's a cool beat 'em up, and the, the graphics are good for that time period. Um, just a solid, you know, 2D, 2D beat 'em up. You know, mm-hmm. I fucking love that game, dude. It's great. That was also on Joey's list. Joey couldn't be here. He's out doing working, making that cash. Oh. Yeah. Is that, that the only his... one you got? Oh, I thought we were only doing one. Um, yeah, I guess that'd be it. I mean, I always wanted to play the Alien vs. Predator game for Jaguar, but uh, they've never—I've never seen a good uh, emulator for Jaguar, uh, and um, I've never had a Jaguar. So I—and and, you know, like Maddie and I, we talked about this off the air, but. People always mentioned, even back in the day, if you read a gaming magazine, people always said Alien vs. Predator for Jaguar is the only good game for the system. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one that kind of got away from us. So, I, I, you know, that would be, I mean, I haven't played it, but that'd be the one I'd like to play. I, I do have Alien Isolation uh, on, for PS4, and I've heard that's awesome, I, I, but I, I've only played it for a few minutes because I got it late, and then I got something else, and I started playing that, and anyway, um, yeah, those, that's that's my answer, I guess. Stefan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't honestly think I've ever played any Alien game. What? Come on, uh, man. I, I have played the Super Nintendo Alien vs. Predator, and I couldn't get past the first stage, and I was like, ah, nuts to this. Dude, that game's so fucking hard. Yeah, um, but I've heard Alien Isolation is good, so I'm going to pick that one as my favorite. 
<laughs> okay. Because um, I really want to play it. And then while I was watching Covenant, I was like, I gotta get that game. I want to. I want to be. I want to see what I do when these fucking xenomorphs around. I don't want to fucking slipping on blood and fucking banging <laughs> on something. Yeah. Uh, so um, Joey can't <laughs> be here, so I'm just gonna do his. He said Alien vs Predator ca- arcade Capcom game, which Andrew mentioned, and then he put Alien Three for Genesis. Interesting. It was hard, but you had to find all the infected prisoners in a was... certain amount of time, or you or you yeah. died. And I, honestly, and it, was, it was fun. That's a good game. I remember renting that on Genesis. Um, Never that's played. a really good game. All it's right, fucking awesome, actually. I remember because think... you climb down these ladders and stuff. It's very side-scroller, Metroid kind-ish. Um, yeah. Metroid game was... also directly based off of Alien. Yeah. Interesting parallels. But... Yeah, that's yep. a good game. That'd probably, that'd probably be my favorite then since I, since I played it. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I yeah, Joey's out of the way. My turn. <laughs> I'm also going to put the Alien vs. Predator Capcom game. That was my favorite game at the arcade because, as you all know here, I fucking love Alien and Predator. Um, <laughs> I also really enjoyed the PS3 one that came out that got kind of shit on, but I really enjoyed playing as a Predator. I thought that was a lot of fun because I never got to play the PC one because I never had, like, I never had a PC in my house that could play, like, games or anything. So yeah, this is the closest I ever got to playing one of those, and I know it wasn't as good as those, but... Playing as the alien was fucking a lot of fun. It was re- like disorienting, but it was fun once you got the hang of it. And the fucking Marines campaign, when you're going into like an alien nest, was fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I wish that Aliens uh, Colonial Marines game that they released, the Sega released like shortly after that, a couple years later, would have been much better. I heard it was terrible, so I just didn't play it. But yeah. part of me just kind of wants to. Um, so there's a game that came out for PS2 called Predator Concrete Jungle. You're like, Maddie, it's only aliens. Well, at the end of that game, motherfucking aliens show up. Oh, shit. But that game is a lot of fun. Um, the, a lot of the like the uh, the characters you kill in it are just kind of like dumb and stupid. It's stupid AI. But yeah. doing the Predator stuff is a lot of fun. It was I thought it was a really fun game that, you know, it was probably like probably overlooked because if it doesn't play the best or you know it's not as good as some of the other stuff that was coming out around the time but i really liked that game and it was such a surprise to get to the end and like there'd be like a little you know hey there's just fucking aliens in this game too you know so yeah. i thought that was kind of a cool tie-in and i really enjoyed that game and where the fuck is rocksteady rockstar anyone with a fucking predator open world game where the fuck you at <laughs> who doesn't want to run around a gta like city and fucking rip skulls out of people Everyone cool. wants to do that. Everyone. Um, but those are my choices. Uh, I'm still trying to get through Alien Isolation. It's very fucking hard, um, which is fun. But I just got I got to get through it before I can put it on my list. But I will play it. <laughs> I know I should have already played it because I'm a big fan. But, you know, things happen. Like Andrew, you buy other games and you just want to play those as soon yeah. as you get them. So. It was but, one of the um, first games I got, too, from a PS4. Too, I just haven't gotten yeah. around to it. I got it. I got it kind of late. I, I got it when it was like ten bucks or something. Yeah. But uh, shout out! I also do a shout out to the Super Nintendo game that uh, Stefan mentioned earlier because recently went back a couple years a uh, couple years ago. My sister has like one of those like retro game things that has you put multiple uh, cartridges in, and I was like, let's see how far I can get in Alien versus Predator, and I got past the first boss died at the second one i was like you know what you've made leaps and bounds today you deserve a cold brew. turn it off because you're getting so angry right now so 
that's just like a, a little tidbit. But um, cool. That's all I have for the uh, Alien Covenant section. Nice. Hopefully, people enjoyed it. I, I thought about Very it. Very good, Maddie. Very good. So, all right. So I don't know what we're doing now. I'm up for more talks. If everyone else is. <laughs> wow, I thought there was more. All right. Well, no, um, I, I didn't want to go on too long. I mean, I can talk about Alien for a long fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I get you, um, Stefan. Uh, do yeah. you have anything that you'd like to, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Bring up to the Superhouse Council? Nah, uh, not, not, not really. I don't think so. All right. Um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the alien talk. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. Die. Get ready, because when the Predator comes out, we're gonna be doing the same shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm excited for the Predator. That's for sure. Oh, Hell dude. yeah! Man. What else? What else has been going on in our world? I feel like, um. We haven't talked about many video game things in a while. That's a good point. Um, you know, because like when we talk about like retro gaming and stuff like that, it it, it, uh, it tickles me pink. Dude, I am a huge retro gamer. I have the Retro Pie with all the emulators on it. Yeah. And um, what's a Retro Pie? Retro Pie is a, essentially an Android-based little gadget that you hook up to your TV. Oh my God, I need that. That has basically preloaded all the emulators on it and it takes oh, some man. doing but uh i mean i got neo, neo geo on there and yeah. there is a guy that sells neo geo controller to usb converter cables so oh, shit. i got because i went to japan i lived there i had mm-hmm. neo geo controllers so i uh put um I had those controllers, so I put them on to my to my Retro Pi, and I, for the first time ever, I played, kind of sort of a real Neo Geo. And here's the thing: cool. I played every single one of the games for that system. And beat? <laughs> no, not beat. I mean, that that would be ridiculous. There's yeah. there's like even some quiz games yeah. that are like all in Japanese, which I can read for the most part, but like. There, it's like a quiz game, so you have like just like three seconds to read the fucking question. So yeah. I can only play a little bit of those, but I mean, you're talking to a guy right now that's played every single Neo Geo game. I'm, a, I, I mean, I'm a fucking fanatic, man. <laughs> and review play, them. <laughs> yes, and and it, even like, it's one of the best things about learning Japanese was like now I can play Samurai Showdown RPG. There was an RPG game that they made, yeah. the Samurai well, Showdown really? series. That's fucking awesome. It's actually be... a pretty good RPG too, and yeah. and I don't I normally don't play RPGs, but I, I I like it a lot. And it was never translated into English, so I get a little Japanese practice while playing that game, and it's it's yeah. it's pretty awesome. So That's and cool. that that actually was for Neo Geo CD, and wasn't for uh, the actual uh-huh. arcade because you're not going to play an RPG in the arcade, and uh, yeah. Anyway, I went on a big fucking tangent, but anyway, yeah, retro what gaming you, what, stuff. What do you, what do you think about barcades? I, I like, you know, I like it. All right, that's a very good question, <laughs> Stefan. I think that, I think that we are past the point of barcades just having. Street Fighter 2 and Pac-Man and Galaga. Yeah. I am so picky now that I would like to see yeah 
an arcade with rare shit. Yeah, rare shit would be good. I would I want to see like the rare Pac-Man co- game. You got to pay a cover to get in. There's a fucking bouncer. He's like, nah, man, you ain't fucking coming in here. And also, being a fighting game just fan, not that. just Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, put some Last Blade in that motherfucker. Like, put some play will be like five bucks. The first Killer Instinct, at least, you know, like I want to see more, more rare shit. I know they might not make as much money, but maybe even just a rare section. Yeah. But I mean, look, they're fun to go to. You get some drinks in. You know, I'm yeah. not single anymore. But you know, if you're single, yeah. you could talk to some girls and. Have a good old time, but yeah, I I'd like to see it progress into something more niche. Yeah, there's one here in Denver that's called uh, Akihabara, right? That's like a arcade. That's, that's a cool one. You had a pretty good pronunciation too. Akihabara. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's one out here, and it's like it's like Japanese games. You, this, whoever owns it imports like the you know a lot of drum games, dance games, rhythm games, like stuff like a lot of what they're playing in Japan. What it seems like. I haven't been there yet. My roommate. That seems my roommate cooler goes, than what we have here, kind of. Yeah. One of uh, one of my. It's yeah. I don't know. It's out here in the suburbs, but it's supposed to be pretty tight and pretty cool on the inside, like very Japanese influenced little barcade. Um, but any other barcade I've ever been to has always been fucking, you know, they're fun for a little while, but you never really want to go there, especially if you're trying to hook up with girls because, you know, they'll pop in for a little bit and play like Pac-Man or some shit. And then like, I'm fucking bored. Let's go <laughs> to some places where there's music. So that depends on the girl. But I mean, yeah, it's just I feel spoiled at this point because at first I was like, man, it's awesome. This is the best thing ever. But but as as you go to them more and more, it's like, you know, Man, some creativity, man. And you know, let's get some more, just just yeah. more niche, just more niche shit. More like niche. when you go to when you go to art when you go to arcades in Japan. Again, spoiled yeah. ass motherfucker here talking, but like, there's a whole floor of Club Sega in Akihabara that's just fighting games. Oh, wow. There's a whole floor that's yeah. just shooting games. There's a whole floor that's just wow. flight simulator games. Like that would be tight. Like like like, man, just one of those from each, one of each. From those floors would be cool, and yeah. they dude, they keep with the old shit too, man. You you'll find a it doesn't have to be like a retro bar- arcade. Like there'll be the latest Street Fighter, but then there's like yeah. four Street Fighter two machines on the fucking floor because people still play that shit. Yeah, two or three Neo Geo machines because Neo Geo is still popular. I mean, last time I was in Osaka, I went to this arcade and there was like a Neo Geo tournament going on. I think it was like. Really? It was last Bla- last blade one of them one of those fighting games anyway. Uh-huh. Maybe they wouldn't make as much money. Like I get it. You want to have the heavy hitters. You want to have Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Pac Man, Galico, whatever. Yeah. But being like the diehard fan, like some more something something new. I mean, not they're not new, but something new for barcades. Yeah, because they can they, the novelty of them can wear off really quick. Is the only reason why I asked. Yeah, and maybe even like a brand new one. I mean, I think they're still making some arcade yeah. games. I would, yeah. I would definitely go to a place where there's a lot of like simulator type of things, like the huge flight sim type shit. Yeah, something like that. I remember there was a game I played as a kid where you're like, you sit and there's like four chairs and it's these big screens and it costs like four bucks to play at the time, and you sit down and it's just basically like an on rails shooter where you all shoot stuff flying at this ship that you're all in. Yeah. But it was cool, like feeling like you had that teamwork going, or like, um, or yeah, like a flight simulator or a racing game or something. I don't know. I'm down for like a VR bar. 
somehow. That, that has got to happen, man. Yeah, bring your that own headset compatible with, with their attractions. You know, they would have, like, their own games or simulations or rides. That's, yeah. I think we're cool. not too far away from that being a reality, man. My favorite arcade is uh, Logan Hardware in Chicago. It has like three rooms. Like you walk into the bar, there's a bar area. Then to the when you turn to the right, there's a Super Nintendo, basically emulator machine where you can play That's like cool. any fucking Super Nintendo game. That's the shit. Uh, for the most part, I could, I don't I didn't really like. Yeah. I ended up playing like Turtles in Time with this girl. She's like, I need someone to play. I was like, All right, I'll play Turtles in Time. The game's fucking great. Um, but it's also hard as shit, especially when <laughs> the person is not that good at it. But um, yeah. like, come so, on, you bitch. And then, and then it has like burger time and that shit around. Then you walk into the next room and it has like your Street Fighter and your fucking like, they had like this like um, Captain America game or Avengers game that like I'd, I remember seeing, but I never played it. Oh, it's a beat them up? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's like, it's like X-Men Arcade. It's like four players and you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they have stuff like that in there. And then in the other room is like. You get some more games like that, but you get like your like House of the Dead or you're like those like those shooting games, which I fucking love those as a kid. Um, but then they also have new arcades games in there, but it's so huge and there's so much shit. And, and apparently like every month they unveil a new arcade game there. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, I haven't I didn't go I, I didn't go the last time I was there, but they unveiled the first time I went, they unveiled like some new like weird like polygon like kind of looked like star trek or uh, star wars the the arcade star wars game where you're like the x-wing flying through the death star it looked like that but it was like a yeah. newly created game people were, like losing their shit over it and i was like what the fuck is this but um cool. i you know i i don't know i'm glad that i'm glad it exists and i hope they stay around <laughs> yeah because it's yeah. fun to just go get drunk and play fucking video games yeah why not man yeah, yeah totally. shit fuck it Y'all like bowling? No. <laughs> I actually do, yeah. I don't go all the time, but I, I, I enjoy it. It's fun enough. Game. Yeah. Um, I do have a news section if you guys want to go over that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you sound Korean. <laughs> How do you know I'm fucking not? That's a welcome, I think, Get it broke Korean. Quick, uh, while your oh. intro plays out, um, I'm gonna go get some tequila right quick. I'm just All right, you want to take a little break? <laughs> yeah, All right, break. break time, break time. We talked I about doing a, this earlier anyway. Yeah, I had, a little, breaks. I had a little snack. All right. I had to eat a, a little mandarin because I'm hungry. Aww. I figured, uh, I was I was interested in your Alien Covenant. I'm glad that we had someone who was like was like I had fun, but but I'm also not a huge fan, you know. Yeah, it's just like it's just it just felt like Prometheus all over again. You know, I will say that Ridley Scott adding creatures to this movie made it better because Prometheus is there's things I like about Prometheus, and I felt like. At the very early stages, I'm sure there's a cool fucking movie there. But then, it's it's weird because then you you know that like probably like Hollywood gets involved in producers and they're like, mm, you know, yeah. So you know, Prometheus the way Ridley Scott, if he had his, 
you know, everything he really wanted. Maybe Prometheus would be a fucking sci-fi fucking epic, you know. But it's like, it, like even Batman vs Superman suffered that to a certain degree because they they wanted to put, they wanted Lex Luthor to talk about God versus man and blah blah blah. It's like, dude, okay, the, co- the comics have handled this a lot better than this movie has. Yeah, like, you guys, you guys just blew it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know like what the writing room's like for a fucking alien movie, but I would definitely, if I was in that crew, I'd be like, uh, how about we drop all this religion shit and just put some scary fucking monsters in here? Just go simple, dude. God, just go simple. You're just killing it. I just wanted a neomorph xenomorph fight, dude. Is that too much to ask from a movie? Is a neomorph the white one? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of just wanted the regular one. <laughs> no, I do too, but if you're going to make a new fucking creature, just make them fight. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just miss opportunity, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I think that scene would have been fucking amazing. Just like the yeah. or a scene where a neomorph's about to kill someone, and then like the fucking like xenomorph comes down, like rips its head off or something. You're like, holy fuck, xenomorphs here. You know? Yeah. I just, just I love just moments of that. Right. I love moments like that when you're like the like I love it in Predators when the super predator kills like the classic predator because you're just like oh fuck I thought that guy was tough but what's this motherfucker all about I don't care for that design very much and I mean it's fine because it's Predators but you know I was just like man that's pretty fucking cool I like Predators that was pretty good yeah I like that one yeah yeah I like it too I just don't like that Lawrence Fishburne shit slows it down yeah I like the character. I think it's a cool idea. I just don't know if like where it's put or the pacing of the film, it really works. So let's get right to the news. So uh, you guys can interrupt me mid sentence if you want. Okay. (laughs) Just like that. Perfect. Perfect, Stefan. <laughs> so feel free. It is not rude at all. Um, so here we go. Um, I'm going to start off with DC movie news. Uh, first thing is that uh, Wonder Woman has good reviews. Can Yay. we fucking believe it? Yay. Best film since Dark Knight uh, that the people are saying. And then other people are saying, well, low bar, motherfucker. <laughs> you know but but i mean even if it's a low bar it's like god at least we broke this fucking streak god damn after after yeah. you know bvs and suicide squad and even man of steel being kind of like lukewarm with a lot of people it's like it's good to at least see this happen you know uh so what yeah. do you guys think I, about that anything I, I mean i'm glad that it is but i'm reserving I'm waiting for my own opinion. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be the judge yeah. of this Wonder Woman movie. I mean, I don't have a like, I've not read a lot of, I think the only comic I really read was the Cliff Chang uh, one, where it was like war, blood, guts. And it's like all about the gods and stuff and her. And that was really cool. I like that. So, and the uh, Wonder Woman DC anime movie was really good. And Oh uh, man, that one, that was really good, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I mean, if they, I mean, I, I'm excited to see it. Um, so yeah, I'm glad it's getting these reviews. But who are these people? It brings who are hope. they? Yeah. Stefan. I think. What was the question? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's not a question. It's just, do you have any comment on? Oh, the one positive one reviews. Yeah. You know how potheads are. Um, <laughs> I, I, 
I'm just as excited for Wonder Woman as I was before I heard that there were good reviews the other day. So that's cool. That's a plus. But sometimes you hear that before movies that ultimately end up sucking. I remember reading an Ain't It Cool News review of um, that was like that also said, this is the greatest. We just saw a screening greatest comic book movie since The Dark Knight. So what was you never the movie? really know. Um, Batman versus Superman. Oh, okay. Did they say the same thing for that? BBS. Yeah, this review I read on Ain't It Cool News was kind of like that. Just got out of a screen. It's going to be fucking great. You know, like, so I didn't really read whose reviews were good about Wonder Woman or whatever. But I do hope that if they're true, that Wonder Woman is like kind of propels this universe forward. And one thing that seems real apparent right off the bat is like female led superhero movie getting good reviews um, that hopefully will make them some money. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see like, if DC like this thing with Harley Quinn and everything like have I don't know some like an uh, an emphasis on the diversity of their female characters alongside the male characters because a yeah. lot of the male characters in the universe right now are fucking boring as shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah DC is poised to at least have that going on. So, I mean, they got Whedon with so, Batgirl as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it'd be cool to see that kind of. You know, the times, the, where, where the cinematic times are going, where they're changing, you know, and the things that trend and the things that work. Um, I Every time I see Gal Gadot on screen as Wonder Woman, I'm like, this lady, she's already iconic, and then people just don't know yet. So I'm really hoping that that feeling that I have is true for the, about the, the images that I've seen so far. Because it looks entertaining to me. It looks like it has a story, and it looks like it has some cool shit. And just seeing her, like, she's like a... A female icon you know she's embodying this like feminist icon and i think i don't know if it'll make more women want to watch comic book movies or whatever but it's refreshing to see nonetheless yeah indeed okay so next on the docket is uh the <laughs> flash is the still docket. having is still having problems in the sense that they can't get a director Raimi officially left Production uh, on The Flash slows to a halt. <laughs> and then Matthew Vaughn, I think, also turned it down, but I'm not I'm not 100% on that. It seems like the yeah. news about Raimi was 100%. And uh, Zemeckis is top runner so far. Top runner. <laughs> really? Uh, but, uh, Maybe get some of these old heads on it. There was a, a, the news that Crudup, Billy Crudup left as, as uh, Henry Allen, but uh, then like later this week... They, like the next day, they were like, oh, Kudup hasn't left. He's he's still here. And also, Kevin Smith tweeted, it seemed like he tweeted that he would be interested in directing this, which is interesting because he's always been like, I yeah. don't know. I'd, I probably wouldn't uh, be good at directing a superhero movie. But now that he's done The Flash like two times and Supergirl two times on CW, maybe he that'd feels like he can awesome. handle it. Yeah, that'd be yeah, fucking that'd... amazing. It'd be, it'd be cool. Just get somebody else to handle the action scenes, you know, get your second unit director. Yeah. And then he can handle everything else. I mean, it's supposed to be kind of a comedic guy anyway. And he already yeah. has directed The Flash on CW. So, I mean, fuck. Why not? Get yeah. Brian Johnson to do it. He can't be that expensive. I mean, shit. <laughs> Anybody got any thoughts on that one? The Flash can suck my dick. <laughs> Damn. It'd be so quick. <laughs> uh... At this point, I have like 25%. Uh-oh. Wait, 25% what, Stefan? 25% interest in Aquaman. 
at this uh-huh. juncture, at this juncture in the process. And I have about 8% interest in a flash movie starring Ezra Miller at this juncture. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Many junctures so. you have, Stefan, but all right. I'm just going to say it does not, but just all this shit around the flash movies, like maybe it's not time for a flash movie. Indeed. Just let's just like back off. Maybe get another DC property. Like, I don't know. Swamp thing. I mean, Maddie, you know, uh, I, you know, I agree with you. Yeah. I think the flash has, has a little bit more notoriety, but I, not that I don't agree with you. And, uh, also they have a problem with the CW show being that popular They've already done like Flashpoint and major storylines, so a lot of people already like have seen whatever story that they're gonna do. I mean, yeah. of course, I think a movie would reach a wider audience than a than a CW show, but you know, it's like, man, on that CW show, I've already seen Reverse Flash and Flashpoint and fucking yeah. Captain Cold and shit. So what what are that what are they gonna do? You know, I'm sure they can do something, but. Anyway, they should have they should have the whatever. Flash and Sharknado movies crossover. <laughs> that's never gonna happen. I, I hope that side. never happens. No, it'd be terrible. What are you talking that's about? That's like fighting fire with fire, baby. It's like <laughs> making a shitty ass movie, bro. Stefan's <laughs> making enemies with what he just said. Flash has to throw tornadoes at these sharks to like debilitate the sharks that are flying out of tornadoes. WB's gonna fire you, man. It fucking writes itself. <laughs> At this point, fucking just because you guys don't want to see a Sharknado Flash crossover. Hey, I never said that. Don't put those. You know, you know, you know, we'll be first in line if they make that. But I'd rather they not. Yeah, I'll have invited you to the red carpet premiere, and I'll be there, baby. Stefan Santa Cruz directs the Flash Sharknado, but that's the only—that's my only stipulation to doing this film. If I can't have that, I don't want to do it. What's his name? King Shark is is in there as well. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like kind of the main guy, and then later you'll see it's actually Mixie's Picklick or whatever his name is. <laughs> Mixel Pitlick, yeah, yeah, Mixel Plicked or whatever. That, I'm excited. I I'm looking forward to. No, I was just gonna say some dumb shit, try and be funny, but it was just gonna make me sound stupid. It would be nice to see. <laughs> too, it would be nice too to late, see bro. Mixel's Picklick uh, pop up on the Flash or something. That'd be kind of cool. I always liked that character. He's fucking an asshole. Yeah, I, I like him as well. He was like a Q from uh, Star Trek. Yeah, kinda, yeah, kinda exactly. Like fuck with you and yeah, like yeah, it makes for good stories. Uh, okay, so next one, uh, Power Ranger star Ludi Lin, the Asian guy, uh, joins Aquaman as Merc. Mm. Uh, that was uh, that made news because no one saw that that coming and that and that he's an you know an asian actor that is uh you know on the up and is up it, is it an asian actor playing a white character flip, i think so the, man flip the script flip the script on them bitches <laughs> the script all right motherfuckers we're gonna this is what we're gonna do <laughs> anyway hey man you know what i'm saying um, why, why not yeah like i said 25 percent juncture uh, i'm super excited for aquaman i think it'll be awesome man uh, just uh, the director, I think, is an interesting choice, and definitely with his horror background, I'm I'm interested to see what he'll do. Also, he's like stuck with it; he hasn't like left, <laughs> so it makes me more excited for Aquaman that like the they've cast it, it's shooting, and all that stuff's happening. And what's oh, going through, man? I mean, there were shots of uh, Mira this week and some other shit. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's not getting canceled, so that's pretty fucking sweet. Side note to all this, uh, and this is just me being self-indulgent here, but uh, there's no Power Rangers sequel in sight because it flopped like crazy at the Chinese box office. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck about it, so um, we will not be seeing that fucking movie more than likely. So, Would they uh, have playing like six of those motherfuckers too? Man, Saban said that, but... I was always skeptical of that. I'm sure they had, like, story beats kind of set out, but, dude, just focus on the next one, man. I mean, they the, the thing is, they made their production budget back. I've been following this movie. They made their production budget back, but, the, you know, a movie is more than just the production budget. It's the, the advertising budget is humongous. Yeah. So uh, they, they apparently didn't make that back, so that makes it sort of kind of a flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a lukewarm flop, but nevertheless, it's it's not it's not enough to warrant a sequel. Sadly enough, and that that was an ambitious reboot. Reboot, you know, they could have like made some bullshit, but they at least tried something. So uh, anyway, uh, other big news this week was uh, the Justice League movie going through reshoots, which I don't know why yeah. everybody goes fucking nuts about this. The studio said that. Uh, we are not doing reshoots, but even so, like, in my opinion, like, who gives a fuck? Let them do reshoots. Rogue One did reshoots, and that was a great fucking movie. Every movie does fucking reshoots. Get over yeah. it. Every movie ever has fucking done reshoots. So, it, it it just, it kills me that this makes the news, actually. I mean, we're talking about it, so we're kind of making the news as well, but anyway, that was kind of a topic this week. You guys got anything to say about that? It's going to be a trash film. I'm going to be so disappointed in it. It's going to be stupid. I'm just psyching. Yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm just having low expectations. That way when I go in, I'll go, oh, wow, Justice League was fun. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got to go in with pretty low expectations. It, yeah, it honestly just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot going on with these DC movies in them. Like, there's no compelling story. There's hardly... There's, I mean, Marvel's got some compelling stories, and they've like stretched this. I mean, they have compelling stories. What am I saying? But they've just been able to do something that they were only capable of doing with the time that they did it, the way that they did it. Now everybody's trying to like copycat that shit, and it's like flat. They're just not interesting. I will like to watch the superhero stuff and go see them just to talk about them, but um, but that's my opinion on DC movies right now. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it's just not interesting, <laughs> and they're hardly entertaining yet. Juncture, like I said, Wonder Woman could turn it around, and that was again we we've said this before, but it's the first one that Jeff Johns had a pretty big hand in. So um, hopefully that he can get a win and get more power as time goes along. You know, yeah. all the power. I mean, seriously, if it does well, yeah. he, he will gain more power. So yeah. Uh, Next, the the last thing in the DC docket is that um, this week The Rock confirmed that he's going to fight Superman at some point. And the rumors, again, a rumor is that he even shows up in Justice League. It's just The Rock? That'd be awesome. I'd watch that. A post-credit thing or something and, like, another, like, rumor, but it's that Black Adam is the villain in Man of Steel 2. That and you know they want the star power and of the Rock in a in a Superman yeah. movie and all that shit. So I'm sure 
I mean, it's The Rock, dude. I know Stefan, like, he's kind of like, uh, he's a, it's a little bit overexposure at this point, but it would be pretty cool to see him on screen as Black yeah. Adam and fucking shit up. He's charismatic. He fucking will blow Henry Cavill's nuts off with acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They gave him both, you know. They gave him both Shazam and Black Adam, but he chose Black Adam. Oh, really? He wanted He wanted that role because he thought that the... Even though he's a villain, he's kind of an, and he's even an anti-hero in some instances. But he, uh, the slavery background and all of that, uh, drew him to this character. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, hell yeah. I like yeah. I like The Rock. I I was kind of shitting on him in that one episode, but I think he, I think with his star power, he'd probably bring a lot more attention and maybe a lot more fun to these DC movies. So yeah, put him in Justice League. Maybe he, maybe his with his his presence in those movies might turn it to you know he might add something that they were they're they're you know currently not haven't had you know lightning strike. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that with with Superman not being as popular as he could be, it would probably at least help him to some degree with with the Rock and Black Adam showing up and. Him kind of fighting a magical character that that yeah. could be fun. That could have yeah. that could be pretty fun. So uh, it's not it's not the worst move they can make. I'll just say that. Yeah. So that pretty much ends it for the uh, DC news. Uh, so uh, we're gonna move into Marvel news next. It's not as much actually. Um, it's weird how there's actually more DC news, but anyway. Uh, there's X-23 talk this week, uh, at the premiere of Logan Noir, director James Mangold told fans in the audience he's already spoken to Sony about the future of X-23 and the X-Men franchise. He said, anything's possible. I've certainly talked to them about it. I even talked to them about it before we made the movie. I thought she was just such a great character, but with Daphne... But with what Daphne did, I think that's certainly, I think that's certainly, that's possible. Yeah. So X twenty three movie on the rise, on the rise probably. I'd like to see her in New Mutants or something like maybe more ensemble stuff before she. I think she needs to get a little older as X twenty three before we get like an X twenty three movie. Yeah. You know, uh, I would just but like it would to. Be, it would be cool to see her as a kid pop up in a couple things. That that actress, for sure. Yeah, I would, I would definitely like to see like that, but like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot. What I'd really like to see is them do like an all new Wolverine, because she is the new Wolverine in the current universe, but she's older. She's like thirty or something. So. Oh yeah. Um, I would like to see just I I don't know. It's just cool to see like the the two claws pop and her with like the Wolverine costume on. Like reading the comics, just fun, and I really like how they do uh, the people who have known Logan and Wolverine. Uh, they just refer to her as Wolverine, so like it's they don't even be like there's never any of those moments where it's like, I knew the real Wolverine. You're not the real Wolverine. She is Wolverine. Um, I like to see something like that, but yeah, man, fuck yeah, James Mangold, like let him direct it, man. Like I think he's you know Logan was awesome. I enjoyed it. Um, give him something else. Yeah, exactly. I think it would be it'd be awesome. I'm just glad that like he's talking about it and he's making it like uh, public with with uh, with people at these premieres and shit. Yeah. 
I mean, I think he wants this the next 23 movie or her to pop up in the universe just as like, because she was really great in that film. And, you know, you know, he has a little bit of power now in the Marvel Universe. He made a really good Wolver a pretty good Wolverine movie, you know, like they're going to listen to him. So, yeah, yeah they gave him cool. they gave him Wolverine twice. So I think that he's definitely got some sway at this point. Yeah. Uh, next thing, and it's it's a minor one, I guess, but um, um, ABC set Marvel's Inhumans for Friday night time slot, which was weird. I don't know why they would do that, but maybe they just don't give a shit because they know everybody's going to watch it on the internet anyway. Yeah. We have problems. <laughs> you yeah. know, like True doesn't even story. fucking matter, man. Uh, so I mean, I guess you guys don't have much to say about that one. Uh, I mean, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I will definitely I be watching it. I I don't know if I'll be watching it. Uh, I'd like to watch it. <laughs> Does it connect with the uh, Agents of Shield? Episode, yeah. They all connect, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I'm sure. I mean, but we've it, taken yeah, a little little bit, little shit on Agents of Shield, but I'm sure that's a good show. I just haven't watched it past. I'm the more first excited to watch Ghost Riders in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm more excited to watch um, Cloak and Dagger than uh, than Inhumans. And the thing that turns me off about Inhumans most is the CBS show. Uh-huh. ABC. And their shows generally just across the board kind of cater to cater to a real kind of like vanilla mainstream audience. And I just I just can never get into those shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, I don't you know, like I it a little, little bit more show. niche. A little bit more niche, a little bit more edgy. Uh, I mean, I don't know how edgy they're going to get, but it is CBS. So that immediately, I'm just like, I'm not watching no fucking CBS. ABC. I look like ABC. ABC same thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Very similar. <laughs> you know, just it's, it's uh, I don't know. If in, in humans to be on a Friday slot, they're going to have to, um, you know, cater to the young teen audience, you know, teen geek audience, I guess. So, but that, that they always come in droves. So it'll probably do well for a couple seasons. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, there's there's a lot of dude. You go to the news sites lately, and it's like all they talk about is Inhumans, and it's like, dude, I don't know why really, this is so yeah. huge. Because I mean, look, I yeah. I like everything that Marvel's been putting out for the most part, but it's just like I don't know why this is garnering yeah. so much attention. I feel like people are gonna drop off after a while with all these shows. Like, oh, another fucking Marvel show, another fucking bunch of characters. You know, like I guess they gotta be niche because. But I've never, in, in my whole time of like talking comics with anybody, I've never heard somebody be like, Inhumans is my shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> fucking, yeah, right. I'm fucking Black Bolt at Comic Con every year, fucking whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, they're around, you know, like that's what Marvel was doing good, I guess, for a while was, you know, they just had all these characters because all these stories could be told issue by issue. And you can do that with TV, which is cool. But, but, you know, as we know with like television now, or ever you know they can only get so far with that kind of visual dream you know especially on a low budget and all the flack they got for the costumes and everything um you know yeah. it's just like you have to really fucking want some inhumans to to stick it out maybe but if it's good then it's good but those are the reasons it's turned me off they so seem far. to be believing in it so i mean we gotta at least watch the first episode yeah yeah i just want to see a big ass dog for to be right honest yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, you got a big ass dog in your show. I'm watching that. Yeah. It's like them dire wolves, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, Star Wars movies news next, guys. Uh, what do you do now? What do you do now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> German site Jedi Bibliothek uh, has uncovered a listing for a new tie-in book for the movie called Bomber Command. The title alone doesn't specify if these are First Order or Resistance bombers, but it may be a hint that the First Order could be getting its own version of the TIE bomber in the movie to go with Kylo Ren's new tie interceptor oh yeah that's pretty uh, much all i got for star wars this week but uh what do you guys uh, think of that one one thing uh, you know what you did oh go ahead you know what you did andrew you got me excited you got me hard <laughs> I didn't do anything after. i would i mean it's, it's cool to see a new ship i'm down but yeah. you know i ventured i a little more oh, sorry go ahead sorry no you're fine go your turn um, i was being <laughs> i would I would venture to say that based on that title, just hearing that title, I would say it's going to be a first order kind of thing. And the only reason I would say that is because the new, the battlefront two is going to be centered on, I'm not playing this game, by the way, fuck this shit centers on a first order, like, or no, like an empire revenge story after the death star and stuff like that. And like, I just don't know how I feel about that. And <laughs> I'm sure the book will be kind of cool. They're like, everybody's going uh, shit nuts over canon. Everybody learned this word canon. So now they're like, oh, it's canon now. We've got to collect all this shit. You know, that's how they fucking get you. But, uh, you no, know, and I, I, read, I, I read that Star Wars Aftermath and that Chuck Chuck Wendig or I forgot what his name yeah, was. Um, yeah. That guy's a terrible writer, man. Yeah. But, but you know, it's just like get from point A to point B with this fucking, and I guess it's like four people who are influencing the story around each one of these books and having to be on on top of all this whole canon and everything. So um, to me, it sounds like, yeah, it's like kind of like a really small tidbit of Star Wars news, but it does, it would seem to correlate that they're maybe trying to put some emphasis on the empirical first order perspective of the thing, which... I'm not into. I don't know. It just doesn't sit well. Yeah. I, I I'm just gonna say to Stefan's uh the Battlefront two, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I just want like a Knights of the Old Republic, like set in the new universe or something, where I play as a Jedi or a bounty hunter. Or I can choose between the two, and I have this open world to play in. I can fly ships through space. I can make up my own story. That like, would where be the amazing. Fuck, where the fuck is that Star Wars game, man? Like that's yeah. just like. Making another Battlefront game is just a waste of fucking time. It's just a first-person shooter, yeah. and the only way you can play a first-person shooter is with the fucking characters that have all the fucking guns. You know, like so, it's yeah, gonna be. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Like a Republic Commando was cool and stuff like that. And I'm not like I probably will play it just because it's gonna look amazing, have Star Wars shit in it. But yeah, it, it really play. bugs me. It bugs me because I don't want to. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I feel like the metaphors in those films are lost now, just because you know, like, well, let's try it from this angle, and I'm just like, oh fuck, all these universes and shit. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me stories like books. I don't know. There, I guess just I a, a tidbit to go along with like a novelization tie-in. I guess there is going to be an Alien Covenant tie-in to a prequel to the Alien Covenant movie. So I'm assuming we might get the Shaw David story in more depth, yeah. but it's by Alan Dean Foster, which writes really good sci-fi shit. So kind of excited to see what that's all about. But, you know. Whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna read it. It's fucking alien. I need to know. I, to... <laughs> I need to know them yeah. things. Okay, so now the next one is the uh, other section. And uh, there's only two things in this one, but um, 
TJ Miller. Uh, mm -hmm. You guys know him? Yeah. He said about his character in Spielberg's Ready Player One, quote, oh, yeah. I'm not in the book. Some plot points are different, but I'm the only new character. I play IROK, that's I hyphen R zero K, and basically I am a funny or at least mildly amusing Boba Fett. In the Oasis, I'm a better player than Ake or Daito, Aichi, maybe he's trying to say Aichi, and Daito or any of those guys. I am sort of unequivocally the best bounty hunter, but I work freelance. While all the Sixers work for IOI, I forget these terms because it's been a while since I read the book or listened to it. Anyway, yeah. and Sorrento, he has to commission me and I get an incredibly high fee to either find people or kill them or make them starve in the game. End this, quote. That's TJ Miller's whole quote? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yes, Dude, yes, I copied and pasted that his, shit. His quote is so convoluted. I can't imagine that movie not being as convoluted. But he didn't write it or whatever, so he's just spouting off. He's but. acting in it. I'm sure yeah. Spielberg will at least <laughs> deliver something worth a yeah. damn. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I like T.K. Miller. I never finished the book. Uh, I, I Come on, man. That. You had to listen to it. That's all. We just broke I didn't, up. I didn't like it. <laughs> we just broke up. We didn't, didn't like, like it. You didn't finish it. But I didn't like what I was already had heard. I actually didn't know you didn't like it. Actually, I should probably read it because really what it was is I got I like Will Wheaton, but I got really sick of his voice after a while, and I'm like, ah, fuck this. Um, so give the book a chance. My Maybe favorite part, Maddie, and I know everybody's gonna know this. This is like Maddie saying he likes creature shit, but okay. I love the Ultraman shit and the Godzilla shit and the Mazinger oh, shit. Yeah. Calm the fuck on. I'll, I'll I need that I'll all make... the live long day. Like I need, I can't wait till we see that on screen. <laughs> I'll make, make, I'll make a Godzilla. I'll make a super house council pledge to read the book before the movie comes out. Well, I hold you to that shit. All right. Um, Come on, does man. the council agree? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't like the. I I enjoy that book so much. Um, okay. All right. The the addition of a, a made up you. character just to maybe because they wanted someone funny in it. I'm not. I don't know. I like T.J. Miller. I got no beef with him. And who wouldn't jump at a chance of being a fucking Spielberg movie based off a really cool fucking I mean, novel. that's that's his that's what T.J. Sure. Miller's thinking. Like Spielberg yeah. wants me. Well, I'm signing up right it's away. It's like Danny yeah. McBride being like. Really, Scott wants me in an alien movie? I fucking love me. Alien. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't you do it? I mean, I'd do it. I can't even fucking act. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I just, I don't know. I When I hear stuff like this and you, when I'm a fan of like the source material, it's really hard for me to like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to have a good time watching this movie, but I like this book so much that I'm going to be very harsh on it. So, um, I don't know. Sure. Whatever. Fuck it. I mean, I just spouting off bullshit now to get people excited for it, you know? Yeah. Um, I do just like I'm saying I just, the first the first sentence he says is I'm not in the book, so that automatically raises your uh, fan uh, alarms, you know. It's it's basically like uh, what'd you say again? Excuse you. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, my favorite moment in that book is when they do the whole rush test. Just the fucking oh god, fuck, oh, I remember I that. Yeah. If Rush is oh, not right. in this fucking, if there's not about that, you said if something. Rush about is not in this fucking movie. I will be so that will be the thing that ends it. Like T.J. Miller, whatever the fuck. But if they do not have to do that rush test with a ru that rush song, I will walk out of that theater. Since we're saying favorite parts, and Maddie, <laughs> that, that is an excellent nice. part, but again, my favorite part is when he's like, Ultraman is Japan's greatest superhero. 
I want you, Daito, to be Ultraman. Or something like that. And I was just like, yes, motherfucker. Daito, <laughs> please. You know, pull out a fucking huge-ass katana while you're at it. Like, I can't wait. That'll be fucking amazing. Huge the third ass. act of that movie will be insane. And I'll look, another addendum to this movie, and I'll move on after this, but... In Tiny Toons, if you remember that cartoon... Why to go Spiel- down the hole? Spielberg was producer on this, and he was sometimes featured in the cartoon animated. And one one of the times he was featured, he was playing a video game, like a Pac-Man or something, like an arcade cabinet. Like the Tiny Toons animators chose to portray him not as a movie director, but as a gamer. Yeah. And that was, a- that was back in 92, some shit like that. Way before Ready Player One. So, I'm sure there's other directors that can handle it fine, but Spielberg, not just being Spielberg, he's also been in, he's been into video games for a long time. So, I, I, I think, just, you know, I think he, he's gonna, he's gonna do a good job. I would, you know, I'd like to think so, at least. There's a story that Shia LaBeouf, like, I guess for before he was in Transformers, like Spielberg wanted to meet with him. Yeah. And he like rings the door, gets up to the door. And it's just like, he's just like Spielberg's like, hey, come in here. Check this out. And he's like playing Bioshock. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And he's yeah, just man. like, this game's fucking great. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> I watched him play Bioshock for a really long time, I felt like. I always thought that was a funny story. It's like uh, when Danny McBride was talking about meeting Ridley Scott and Ridley Scott was showing him all these He's like showing him all these like all this artwork for Alien Coven. He's like, he's like, I didn't know if I was there to get a job or just look at cool alien shit. Like, uh, he was <laughs> like, I'm fine with either one. If Ridley Scott wants to show me some cool alien shit, I'll look at cool alien shit with Ridley Scott. But, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. You know, it's like it's just like I mean, if a director called me and was like, hey, watch me play this video game, I'm like, I'm watching so and so director just play a fucking video game I like. This is fucking dope, you know. But I always thought that story was really funny that, like, you know, Spielberg's a super geek that, like, plays all the same games we play. That's he should the have thing, his own man. podcast, man. He's a got video the, game podcast. I know. I, I need to. Uh, he's got the he's got the bona fides, you know. He's not just a director. He does like video games and nerdy shit. So what's that word you just used? Bona fides. Bona fides? <laughs> yeah. What is that? That's like credentials. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so uh, I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it, especially after, quote unquote, reading the book. But uh, yeah, it should be good. And I wanted to include this quote, guys, because you know we read all of it or most of it, and we had that little episode back in the day, and mm-hmm. it was also slightly controversial because he it's about a guy not in the fucking book. So yeah, there's that. Totes, totes, malotes. And then the last thing I have on the list, uh, and, and maybe kind of a minor note, but uh, Shin Godzilla confirmed to get a Blu-ray release later this year. It will feature 34 minutes of special features and, of course, English subtitles. And I searched the article up and down, but there was no exact release date. So yeah. there's that. It's about fucking time that movie's coming out. I want to see that shit. It's taking forever. Dude ridiculous yeah you know it's like a kind of a minor th- thing worldwide i mean i know godzilla is a huge deal but i guess it kind of falls into more of a niche audience ultimately so i gotta tell you man talking with portman and being the japanophile that i've always been 
and having these like Godzilla episodes and stuff, and the Godzilla game being pretty good, I have gotten more into Godzilla in the Dude, past I, few months. That game is fun. What'd you got? It's it's fun, man. I mean, with you Mothra, look up Mecha Godzilla, and all the like Hedra and Hedra or whatever, like all these. It's it's cool, man. I, I'm enjoying it. I really am. Yeah. I gotta play it's, it. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of just stuck right now. So, um, but uh, if Andrew doesn't have anything else, I don't. Go I'm, ahead. I got I got I think we just a little moment of silence for uh, Chris Cornell. R. Oh R. yeah. Uh-huh. I know we don't do a lot of music on here, but uh, that that one hit me, man. That one sucked. Me that too. one sucked. Really sucked. Um, so I was just gonna ask favorite Soundgarden song or album. Go. Uh, Stefan, go ahead. Oh shit. Um. Like a stone. No, that's Audio Slave. I know. That's the song. <laughs> that's one of the songs I'm most familiar with. I've listened to a lot of his solo stuff, but I can't remember any of the titles. And actually, um, the only Soundgarden I know is the album that Black Hole Sun is on. I'm, a t- I'm not a great Soundgarden fan, but I always really liked Chris Cornell. Um, uh, and I just I saw Maddie. You were playing the you had the vinyl of their first album, so I started listening to that the other day, and that shit was awesome. So it's sad. It's kind of the same thing that happened with me and Prince. I didn't really listen to too much Prince before he died, but then after I was like, fuck. Yeah. Um. So you know, I only know Chris Cornell from a couple solo albums and Audio Slave, uh, really as in as with it. But that was really sad. It was really fucking terrible. They say oh, he was dude. prescribed a Vitrol, which is known to give suicidal thoughts and 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 self self-harm so they're big pharma man we got a fucking mm, them antidepressants ain't good for nobody they don't kill chris cornell and actually a friend of mine had tickets to go see them when they were coming uh, to denver and i was like fuck yeah i'll go my one and only chance probably to see soundgarden and a couple days later dude. Rest wow. in peace. Andrew, favorite song, Chris Cornell, solo, Audio Slave, Soundgarden. All right, so guys, I'm, I, I want you to not hate me, but I was oh, never God. a huge fan of either band. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I, I mean, look, RIP to anybody that's died, and he did, his his voice was rock and roll as fuck. I, I yeah. mean, yes, I mean, he sounded, he was a fucking rock star through and through. But at the same time, I just, I don't know, man, I just... Was Spoon Man theirs? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say Spoon Man. That's my answer. Yeah. I like that Let's song. Actually, play Spoons too. Yeah. So uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. That just they were neither of those bands are never really my thing, honestly. I mean, I'm just being honest here. Cool. Um, I fucking love Soundgarden. They're like one of my like. I wasn't into them. Like I had a uh, Soundgarden's A sides when I was in high school, and I just listened to that. And I never really jumped into like the albums very much. But um, when I was working at High Price Books, I would find them for really cheap. So I picked up like picked up most of like the four big releases. And um, Louder Than Love is probably my favorite album by them. I just it's fucking raw. It's fucking great. And then Loud Love, that song is probably one of my favorite Soundgarden songs, but I could say that. But uh, I remember seeing Black Hole Sun, and that kind of sold me. That's when I went and got A-Sides, because that video was so weird, and his voice was just so fucking powerful and amazing. 
you know, I'm, I'm at least glad that I have a discography to listen to. And even, you know, some of his solo records I haven't really dug, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that there is a plethora of work to listen to and he will be missed. Uh, yeah, for sure. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was excited that we might get one more Soundgarden record uh, before, like, you know, they were just like, you know, what, we're not going to do this anymore. And I was also hoping to see them on this tour, too, because I think they were coming someplace pretty close to Cincinnati, like Cleveland or something. So I was thinking about making the getting up there to see it because I was like, you know, you should go see some of these guys before, you know, they're getting old. And, yeah. uh, you know, that sucks. But we only got Eddie Vedder left, man. I got to go see Pearl Jam now. Yeah. Like next Pearl yeah. Jam show, I just got to go see. A friend of mine grew up in Salt Lake City during like the rise of the grunge era. And she was like friends with Chris Cornell. Like they would hang out and party and go to all their shows and stuff like that. Um, she has a bunch of stories about Chris Cornell, actually. I should try and get her on the show. That'd be cool. Yeah. She's fucking nuts. <laughs> she's like SLC punk. She like she's older, like in her late mid mid to late forties. And she just fucking she has all kinds of crazy stories. That's a true gem of a film, man, that fucking SLC Punk. I saw that yeah. several times growing up. SLC Punk is awesome when they play the fucking Moonlight Sonata. it's so good man and a great soundtrack too i mean yeah awesome yeah Uh, you should try to get around that'd be fun just to hear stories of her hangouts she's awesome i'll I'll see if she wants to because she knew all those guys or was acquainted with all those guys uh during like the grunge era um she lived she like bounced around from seattle to slc to portland and stuff like that just kind of that pacific northwest and utah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but mostly utah i think so andrew Uh uh-huh you just saw a movie that some of us consider you know we grew up with listening watching when we were younger and freaking us the fuck out why the fuck are you just now seeing the fucking dark crystal you know i don't know uh (laughs) i i think I don't know. It really wasn't on my radar growing up, man. I, I think I saw it at the video store, but the uh, cover art didn't appeal to me, I guess, growing up. But um, I'm glad I saw it now. I, so I'm, I'm at work, and they started talking about the, the Dark Crystal on Netflix. And I was like, looks cool, but I've never seen the original. So this guy at work was like, you fucking kidding me? I'm going to give you the Blu-ray right now. He so, just has it on it. No, no, but the next day he showed up with the fucking Blu-ray. <laughs> so popped it in, watched it. It's fucking great. I mean, it's kind of weird to watch a uh, fucking kind of like dark puppet movie. Like you just don't <laughs> see that every fucking day. But it's 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 a little hard getting used to at first. But that it just keeps getting better and better, and it's just it ends so strong. I mean, it's it, there's not much like wrong with it, and and like it's cool to see like fucking um what's her name Kira like she have those wings and she and he's like I don't have wings and he's like of course you don't you're a boy you know yeah. <laughs> the, the, those scenes are so good man and you, you can't help but feel like this is Jim Henson's shit Jim yeah. Henson and Frank Oz they love this shit and you can feel their passion and you can feel like they're like they like the Mupp- they love the Muppets, obviously, but I I can't help but feel they w- they wish they could have done more of this. Yeah, 
This was like a dream of theirs that they were able to accomplish. This is the height of the puppetry game, and they, they did it. And the story was good, and everything was accomplished. And even like the CG, or I don't know, what you, maybe it is CG, I don't know, it's early CG, with like the uh, Skeksis growing younger in that shot. Yeah. That, that I mean, that was like, even that even that looked good. Um, yeah. All of it, man. I, I, you know, it's it's cool. And I'm excited for uh, the Netflix uh, series yeah, now as well. Too. So that little it should, should be fun. Really cool, the little behind the scenes and stuff. Dark Crystal was always one of my favorites. Uh, definitely so mystical and um, missed it entirely growing up, man. I just yeah. don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't know why that happened. I remember my. I I went. My mom was gonna let me buy a video at the store, and I I found that one. I was like, I want this. I remember how VHS for kids came in those like big plastic white cases. Yeah. Um, I like, I was like, yes, I finally have it. But then my mom is like, okay, but we got to go to this place for four more hours today before we go home and i had to hold on and i just looked at the back of the case the front of the case the back of the case the front of the case and i didn't get to fucking watch it until the next day that following saturday um but i like locked my i like closed myself in my room like told everybody to fuck off and i watched the hell out of the dark crystal i thought i was a gelfling back in the day it's it's definitely fun, man, and it's it's. I, I mean, Fizzgig is so funny too. The little uh, dog with the teeth, like yeah, two, two sets of teeth. He's so <laughs> yeah. he's so funny. It's, it's just awesome, man. It's, yeah. It really is a, a, so a you know, the Gartham. A, they're so great. The fucking minions, Gotham, and they're like, <laughs> and, and and like those. The, the, the <laughs> yeah. fact that they don't really explain it, and they don't have to, but it's cool how the uh, evil guys are directly connected to the good guys. Like yeah. there's that one shot where the the good the bad guy dies, but then also the good guy goes away as well, and that. That theme, I guess we can tie it back to fucking uh, Alien, but that theme of like everything being connected mm-hmm. is kind of there. Yeah. And I mean, they, he even says at the end where like, you know, Holder, because you are connected, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know what he says, but he says something about being connected and, yeah. you know, and, 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 and then they, you know, brings her back to life and stuff. So that that's that's in the movie. And I kind of wish I did see it when I was younger. Yeah, uh, but I just I don't know, man. It just passed me by. You know, there are those films that you just don't see when you're a kid. And and you said you've yet yet to see the Labyrinth as well. Correct? I actually have never seen Labyrinth. I've only seen bits and pieces. Shit. Yeah, Dude, I've been I on this. Can't I've, wait for that conversation. I've been on this kick where uh, yeah. I wanted to see these like dark '80s films. Where I, I saw Black Cauldron last weekend. Yeah. And uh, you should watch fucking Fritz the Cat, baby. Fritz the Cat. I don't watch think some I of that. know that. Look, watch those old Ralph Bakshi animated films like Coonskin or fucking Fritz the Cat, American. What was that one called? I'm going to uh, tell you right now, man. I never even fucking heard of this Fritz the Cat he, movie. He, he, yeah. Oh, Ralph, Bakshi did, Ralph Bakshi did a version of Lord of the Rings, an animated film. Um, that was really good, really classic. Kind of. Oh, movie. I've I've seen parts of that one, yeah. Yeah, and he did a character called Fritz the Cat, which it's like dark, like drugs and sex and crime, but it's all anthropomorphized animals. Seventy-two, like, it looks like. It's raunchy as fuck. Coonskin is one of the best animated films ever. <laughs> My dad used to take me to like adult animation festivals, and I would watch all these fucking movies when I was a little little dude. That's what I'm 
fucking pervert now, but this looks amazing, man. <laughs> I'm looking at this now. This is this is Dude, incredible. Rob wizards, you got to see wizards. Wizards is great. I'm uh, adding this to my yeah, queue now, man. Good. He was he did Cool World is another one he did, which wasn't as good, but it still had that raunchy. I saw anime, Cool World, dark. Man. Yeah, I saw that yeah, shit that, when I was a kid, man. That was one of his. Yeah, if anything, 80s, dark 80s, kind of like you know, it's not animation or, or I mean, it's not puppets, but it's the animation. You know, it's like that. I miss that shit. I miss heavy metal. I miss like I want more. Like I I barely liked Sausage Party just because it was so raunchy. You know. Need more yeah, that. that was that was all right. I mean that yeah. I mean the orgy whatever. scene, it was worth it for the orgy scene. Just when you you know when you're watching it with squares, it's real great. It hits them right in their fucking <laughs> you know Squaresville, normies, <laughs> fucking normies. I saw Dark Crystal around the same time I saw Labyrinth and Return to Oz, <laughs> which those are all fucking dark, weird ass movies. <laughs> Return to Oz is crazy. Yeah, dude, that the fucking wheelie dudes in that movie, man. Oh, those dudes are terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been on this kick, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue it. I'm gonna watch Labyrinth yeah. soon. Nice. I've never seen Black Cauldron. All right, so that is, uh, you know, the cover was always really cool. It looked really dark, and is that dark? Blue? No, it's Disney. It's a fucking Disney movie, oh, man. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. insane, but it's very dark. It came out in like '86, which is like at the height of He-Man and Power Rangers, not Power Rangers, uh, fucking um, Thundercats, yeah, and uh, like kind of like dark, you know, heavy metal influenced cartoons. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. So it's it's there's parts that are really cool, but like, dude, ultimately, it's you can see why it's it did not like have any staying power. It's really yeah. Did it's you ever just, see Fire it's not and Ice? Great. It's really not great. What'd you say? You ever see the movie Fire, Fire and Ice? Fire and Ice is awesome. I don't think I saw that. I think that's also a Ralph Bakshi film. Check, check out. Honestly, Andrew, if you want to see a fucking heavy metal animated film, watch that shit before the Labyrinth. I like the Labyrinth, but I would I would go and watch fucking Fire and Ice. Damn, I'm seeing the shit fucking rules. cover right now. This looks it's like, like Frank Frank Frazetta painted the cover. The yeah. character designs are based on Frank Frazetta. The animation is like rotoscoped and shit. And there's so many cool characters and action scenes. It's 83, dude. Holy shit! Unreal. I never even heard of this. Yeah. Really? Oh my god, dude! Do you have a new like? You're gonna dive down this rabbit hole, and it gets it's. I, yeah, I only have one question for you. Uh-huh. Does I want to live deliciously? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Take a walk. Have you seen any? Me. Have you seen Heavy Metal the movie? I have actually seen that. Oh, yeah, I love Heavy Metal. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you, I I am a huge huge fan of this warrior Amazonian bikini look. Yes. I mean, I have, I could, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I have a fetish for this. This, it's just, this yeah. is awesome. I mean, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. All that well, shit. There's so many. I want to, yeah. 80s animation. I'm on the kick, boys. I'm now. on the kick. I just watched a pretty cool uh, anime the other day. Netflix just released. It's called Blame. Dude, I've been following that since the fucking manga in Japan. Uh, is that good? I mean, I liked it, but I like never read the the comic or anything. Did he? Was he the guy that did that weird Wolverine comic called Snicked, where he fought the robots? 
I think it's, it's, full, it's fully Japanese. It's a Japanese property. What, Blaine? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just asking if the creator of that did the snake the comic. Yeah, the artist. I think that's what that was all about. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I like that comic, but it, the style scene, I, I, like the, I liked it. I want to watch it again. Blame, I remember cool. it has like, it'll go like 10 to 15 pages with no dialogue. It's just them walking around in this fucking like techno cool. wasteland. It's cyberpunk as shit. And it's, I mean, I, I remember being a fan of it. It's, it's cool. I think I actually have some of the original anime in my fucking bookshelf right now. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I mean, it's like an hour, I think it's like an hour and 45 minutes and there's talking and stuff, but I liked it. I had robots, cool cool giant robots and shit and weird creepy spider looking people I, th I think i read it was it was a one of the biggest uh manga in germany <laughs> really yeah <laughs> so that's good so there's that that is, good. that is good yeah man i'm glad you guys gave me the suggestions this is fucking awesome i'm gonna anytime, check this man. out anytime we watch a lot of shit yeah <laughs> There's just so much fucking shit. That's that's kind of my bread and butter too. I love the fucking older dark animation, '80s animation and stuff like that. Yeah, we're missing just, that now. Like, I feel like shit like that at all. I'm looking at the animation sections on Netflix and stuff, and it's all like I'm sure a lot of these movies are pretty good, but it's all just like kitty fucking play it safe, safe shit. Even the adult animation on the website is like. It's just TV shows that like South Park and or Futurama and BoJack Horseman and shit. Like, there's a couple things, but for the most part, you just don't get this kind of shit anywhere. Yeah, it's it's it, it'll be good, but it's not quite. Uh, Even Roger Rabbit was yeah. edgy by by today's standards, you know. Like, I watched that so much back in the day, dude. Me too. I loved me some RR baby, <laughs> Jess Jessica R. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm not bad. My, I'm just drawn that way, of course. That, that's my girl. Yeah. Shit, son. That shit was amazing. And fucking um, Daffy Duck versus Donald Duck and that fucking piano. Yeah. <laughs> piano uh, battle. That shit was incredible. They just don't draw them like they used to. Am I right? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Fucking yeah. sweet, guys. So, Maddie, you were a huge fan of uh, Dark Crystal growing up. I wasn't like a huge fan. I'd seen it, um, because I like when I was watching like Dark Crystal and stuff. My dad would also like show me Alien and Predator around the same time, so I was like definitely more towards those kind of like in Terminator and shit. I was like, Dark Crystal's cool, but like Terminator's pretty fucking sweet though, you know? <laughs> like because that had like you know like that nudity in it and fucking blood everywhere, you know. Um, oh yeah, but. I was more like that was like I like to watch that stuff, but like then my mom would be like, "You should watch this kids' cartoon, The Dark Crystal," and I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty fucking weird too. I like this just as much." Um, I was dating someone that was a big like Dark Crystal fan and would watch it a lot, and then therefore I would watch it a lot, and then then had a, I gained respect for it being like just all the things they accomplish in it. They're just like, "Fuck, that looks so fucking cool." And it's like, I'll go see the next big budget movie that comes out and be like, Oh, that CG sucks. And I'm like, I know that's a little dude just running across, but it looks so cool. You know? So it's great. Yeah. yeah I was, respect it's... for uh, like that, that. And I, I'd say I like dark crystal more than I like labyrinth. Um, really? All right. Yeah. I don't know. Like labyrinth's just kind of like, 
it's kind of hokey and kind of just like fun and kind of I don't know like David Bowie's in it. And he's just kind of weird and kind of creeped me out throughout the whole thing. Yeah, like playing with a baby. big ass cod piece. Yeah, but um, I mean, I love the songs that in uh, Labyrinth are great, but I just thought Dark like I'm a big fan. Like I think the thing that drew me to Dark Crystal was like there wasn't like songs in it. Yeah, like, exactly. You're watching so much Disney shit, and you're like, oh my yeah. god, there's so much fucking. All these songs like i just watched um disney's remake of pete's dragon which i never seen the animated disney one but i watched just the the movie they released a couple of years ago on netflix and i really enjoyed it and there wasn't a fucking song in it and i'm like this is a cool movie but i i think like i was what like how disney's really re-releasing like beauty and the beast and like jungle book and like cinderella and pete's dragon i was like man they should do back black cauldron because i don't remember it that well and if it didn't do that well you have like all this room to move because it's not like someone. I'm sure people fucking love that movie, but you know, I think that should. I think Disney should take their lesser films and like make them live version. You know, it's like, do I really need to see the Lion King live action? I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but I don't need to because ever since ever since Stefan started doing these uh, his hot package videos, look on YouTube by the way for those videos. It's just him. It's just him. It's just him shooting his cock, though. Yeah, exactly. I, I fucking, you know, I've bought a few toys since that. I mean, honestly, Stefan, you influenced me a bit with that, and uh, fucking call me the toy master. I looked up Black Cauldron toys, and there's like not many, man. It's very, you know, they don't, they didn't want to talk about it ever again. It seems like, (laughs) yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure that sucks. I I also Andrew since watching uh, Stefan's hot package, thanks. Um, that's, that's that's very funny to say aloud. Stefan's hot package. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, I was, was just an, like, I was looking an at accident. The, <laughs> I know it wasn't because you're a pervert. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I've exactly. been keeping tracks of when the Alien Covenant pop toys come out because the Xenomorph looks really cool, and then they have a. Uh, uh, Billy Crudup's character has like oh, cool. the face hugger on him, and it's like super detailed. Like the, the like uh, I don't know, like uh, the the sculpting on it looks really cool for his. So I'm gonna I'm waiting for the. I think those like dropping. They're great. Those dropping. Funko makes great products. I might get the Neomorph too because it comes yeah. with a little baby Neomorph. So yeah, like you should check out those those Game of Thrones blind box figure. Yeah. And they don't all stand up like. The Game of Thrones ones are just a solid little piece of vinyl with a like great design, great paint job. Cool. Yeah, they're awesome. I yeah, there's love like, toys. It's the only thing in my life that makes sense. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's hilarious. It, it's funny, though, because I do go into stores and like go to the clearance section just to see like what yeah. toys they have now, just to see if there's... Oh, dude, I found this cool... I was at Kroger, and it was like it's kind of expensive, but it was a Hellboy, like, you kind of built it, you put it together toy... Ah, oh, dude, yeah. I fucking I saw it and I was like, "Fucking Stefan needs this," and I kind of want this, yes. but I just don't have the money. But it was like you build it; it's kind of like Legos, but not really. But it's like the 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 uh, the style of the way they did Hellboy was really cool, and I thought it was just a random thing to find at a Kroger. I was like, "Who the fuck?" Like that was before the Hellboy news came out. Yeah, but um, I thought that was cool. But uh, I'll see if I can track down that that, cool. that Hellboy figure and send it to you. I think you'd fucking, I think you would dig oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, now I've been, you know, when I first started collecting toys as an adult, it was like, I was kind of like, I'm just going to get in there and get out there and hopefully nobody will see me and I'll have my toys and I'll be gone. 
you know, I was like, <laughs> as an adult, I was like kind of embarrassed. But now that I've been doing it for a little while, and then like I'm doing this show now, I'm like, walk up into toys, just like get the fuck out of my way, little kid. And then you know, go go do my thing. I went to fucking Walmart the other day, and I just went to go see what they had. They had a C3PO Black Series figure from Force Awakens that almost mm-hmm. got. They had a couple figures that I was like, I'm not gonna find these anywhere else. I should probably buy them, and they were cheap. But there was all these. They were taking inventory at that very moment. Every fucking employee, like just zipping, zapping things. I couldn't like enjoy myself on the toy hunt. And I'm, I was like, fuck all y'all. I'm out of here. <laughs> on the toy hunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, that's the be- that's the it. best part. That's the that's the fucking the drive is the hunt. When I found that cable figure from the first series of videos. Like I knew I wasn't gonna find that at any other Toys R Us, and now it's already worth like thirty-five, forty bucks. Bought Damn. it for um, the hunt, man. That's the best part. I give away a lot of the toys. Actually, I got this little neighbor kid. I don't think he has any friends, so I give him toys here and there. No, that's, that's nice. My, that's my good fucking. That's my good fucking deed for this life. All right. Everything else is all me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You're okay. so nice. Just when you made the fans fall in love with fall in love with you, Stefan, you cut them off again. Yeah, no, I don't want it. Push it away. <laughs> just push it, push it I away. Drink it away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm glad that the toy fetish. Dude, I got like a, a Japanese theme going on where I have like a couple. Yeah. I have a Voltron Funko Pop, a Green Ranger Funko Pop. A fucking yes. black uh, uh, lion Voltron, like the big one. Yeah, yeah. that shit is awesome. And uh, I got the Nika uh, NES Godzilla. Cool. That one's cool. And uh, the Akira. Dang, going yeah. for it, baby. Yeah, man. It's you know, and they're all in the box now. Maybe someday I'll open them up. But yeah. I. I kind of like him. It's like Christmas Day, kind of like always on, oh, every, on my yeah. shelf. <laughs> it's great being like, you know what? I'm a I'm a goddamn adult. I'm gonna go buy some fucking toys. It's the best <laughs> feeling in the world. My roommates. Just... Some of them are cool, man. It's true. Oh, it's like you know? I'm a collect. Yeah, I like I don't collect much. I don't collect movies. I don't collect much of any kind of like solid thing. But I I do like I find a lot of validation in 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 buying toys. I'm just like they than 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 like other types of possessions i suppose is that something that you try to not you try to avoid bringing up around girls though no no You're just like fuck that's who point, i am bitch well i don't i don't dwell on it like in a conversation if i think it's gonna head towards sexy time um <laughs> however I, i'll usually lead now the podcast helps and the youtube i'm like yeah i do these videos I like to collect toys i usually say i collect action figures and vinyl toys so it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of hip, you know, throwing vinyl toys in there. They think you're like, you know, what was that company? Uh, Kid Monster or some shit like that. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. There's like these vinyl toy companies that are all hip and fucking trendy and all these fucking. I always saw them in juxtapose and shit. Like I give a fucking rat's nut sack. But <laughs> I like fucking X-Men figures and Star Wars figures and stuff. And I used to hate on these Black Series figures, but they're awesome. And I don't know. I don't. I yeah. I don't with yeah with girls. If I'm like out or something, if I'm talking to a girl about it, it's nice now that I can lead in with like I, I'm part of this podcast and I do this thing and also my toy. We edit that shit. Say that again. Also, my toy what? 
Still there, Stefan? No. Say again? You're kind of cut. You're cutting out, man. Oh, my fault. Um, I was surfing the web while I was talking. What I was saying is, is um, you know, I've had a couple of girls come over and they've watched me edit the show or the hot package a couple of times and they're just sitting there listening to me, listening to me. <laughs> wow. You know, and so. you got laid from these girls. Yeah, I mean, they were here for a reason. Wow, goddamn. Well, <laughs> Listen, you're going to have to wait. I have to edit this, and then we can have sex. I kind of have a toy show uh, on YouTube, so. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Jesus, they know what's man. up. They like it. They like to embrace my, because, you know, I'm. that's weird enough for it all to work, I think. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, it's part of the yeah. Superhouse universe at this point. Yeah, and like, and now it's just like, you know, if they don't like it, I could always ask them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, bro. And dude, Maddie, I had a question for you. This is bringing it back to the original topic, but you think that this, like your alien love is, uh, I mean, it spawns directly from your dad liking it. You, you really bond with your dad over this stuff. Uh, yeah, my dad drove up to see me so we could see Alien Covenant together. So, <laughs> yeah, um, um, I, I mean, Fitz and Maddie Fitz. I, I, I think for me, my an adventure. Yeah, I think <laughs> I was almost Sorry. gonna have him do like a Facebook Live thing through Superhouse and be like, "Papa Fitz, what did you think of Alien Covenant?" And shove it in his face. <laughs> but I was like, "This might be a bit much." Yeah, for my yeah, father. Yeah. He'd be like, "What the hell are you doing, boy?" <laughs> Basically, um, so I didn't do it, but I thought it would be fun if I just would randomly go see movies with my dad and be like, what'd you think? And just like these random videos, but um, awesome. maybe, I'll still, maybe I'll still do it. But um, Like Bam Margera, and then you start punching him. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I mean, we watched a lot of movies and television shows because my dad worked during the week. So we only like I only got to see him on the weekends a lot of the time. And so it's like movie time. Like, oh, let's go to the movies and rent v VHS and order pizza and we'll just have a movie night. Um, so, I mean, and my dad would just be like, oh, what, like, I want to see this. Or usually what would happen was we'd end up watching the sequel or something because it would it'd just come out. And yeah. then he'd be like, and I'm like, oh, that was cool. And he's like, yeah, there are two more of those. And I was like, well, why didn't we get those? <laughs> you know, getting something else that was new. Because yeah. my dad doesn't like to watch a lot of movies again because he's like, I've seen it. I know it. But then I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. when this happened in Prometheus, yeah. he's like, what? I might have needed to watch Prometheus again. And I was like, ah dad but so he gets a little better about it he wants to collect like he was just like you know what i should get those alien movies and i was like yeah you should i mean they're fucking good you need to rewatch this shit like because he's always complaining he's like what's good to watch i don't want to watch them i was like i don't know i'm watching aliens he's like that's an old movie i'm like yeah, yeah. but it's good i done see it so yeah basically that's my dad but yeah i mean i just he just showed me all these cool monster movies and like we watch like X Files was like religion at our house like Friday night like it was like X Files night like that's cool you know I didn't go out with my, like if it was X Files time I didn't yeah, go hang out with know. my friends it was like I had to be home I had to watch X Files not because like my dad was like that's a rule it's just like I'd much rather be doing like having that time with my dad watching X Files and it sucked when it moved to Sunday night I remember because my dad would have to leave for work on Sunday uh -huh. so we couldn't watch X Files together so that kind of sucked but um. Yeah, I mean, like it was just stuff like that. My dad was like, I remember he showed me a cold check the night, the the night stalker. Do you guys? It's a fucking old show, yeah. but yeah. it's basically just an old news reporter who would just like run in these weird supernatural things. And I remember my dad going, "Oh, if you like X Files, you'll like this." And I remember watching that with him in like Night Gallery and fucking Twilight Zone and yeah. fucking you know uh, 
Tales from the Dark Side, Tales from the Crypt was like a big thing. It like we'd watch. Yeah. You know, we'd like I'd be like, Mom, come watch X Files. She's like, No, that stuff's too spooky. My mom will only watch vampire movies. That's hilarious. <laughs> like that's as far like, but they have to be like sexy vampires. They can't be like, like it couldn't be like we couldn't watch like uh, Coppola's like Dracula. That's like too spooky. It's got too many creatures, too much blood, kind yeah. of thing. But like her, one of her favorite movies is Interview with a Vampire. So yeah, that's you know, a like, good movie. Both, yeah, romantic. Uh, my earliest memory that I can remember, I was really little. And my dad was watching, it's either Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. I want to lead, lean towards Nightmare on Elm Street. But he's watching it on TV and like my parents' bed was really big. So I could sit down and I would just like watch. I was watching that movie and I just remember my mom walking in the room going, Greg, did you know? <laughs> just yelling at my dad. And I was like, what, mom? This is a cool movie. Then that night I had like nightmares and she's like, I told you. And I was like, but it was cool, but it's also scary. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, uh, so... I don't know. Horror's just been like, like watching those movies. There's always been like a, just something that we do. Like, you know, when an alien movie comes out, like when the predator comes out, like I gotta go see that with my pops. You know? So you think that you're, would you have liked this shit anyway? Or was it because you bonded with your dad so much that you have such good memories of it that just made you like it even more? uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think you know, I probably wouldn't be as a big a fanatic as I am because I would probably have gone to these movies later if, say, uh-huh. my father wasn't, like, big into watching films. Because I remember when I went to, when we all moved in together, we all started hanging out more and stuff. Like, that's when I really, like, because I used to just go watch anything with my dad. Like, it would be, like, you like you consider it, like, the shittiest movie, but we would go see it because it would, like, look like a cool action movie. And I'm like, that movie's really good. And then... I got to art school and you guys, well, that movie's actually trash because of these reasons. I'm like, Oh, so like my knowledge went up. So I think, I, I think if I ended up going, I don't, I honestly don't think I would have go, gone to art school if I didn't watch these movies with my dad. Wow. I that's interesting. I, I think yeah. I would draw stuff, but I don't think I would draw as like as dark of stuff or lean towards drawing that kind of stuff. Yeah, probably. Um, Brony. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I don't think like I think a lot of those films like uh, my dad's like a born again Christian, so every once in a while he'll get like the Holy Spirit in him, and he'll be like, "I'm so sorry I made you watch those movies. That was so bad. I mean, I was such a bad Christian." I'm like, "Dad, those movies are fucking awesome. Like, don't ever apologize." <laughs> They've influenced me everything I've ever done since. But um, yeah, I, I it'd be I don't know, man. I, I feel like. My dad showing those movies has set me on this path, and I'm glad that happened. I don't even want to think about if I've never seen. I don't want to think about if I've never seen Alien until I was an adult. That sounds terrible. My, <laughs> you know, similarly, I think I sat down with my dad to watch Bloodsport when I was a kid, oh, and it's just, movie. it's just such a display of all kinds of martial arts in one movie. Yeah. And there was just something to that that really sparked my interest in that stuff and then of course karate kid came out but honestly i think i saw karate kid on my own i think my dad my dad introduced me to blood sport but then after that it kind of <laughs> like i was like on my own like i fucking i think i i think i rented karate kid myself or something your but, dad's uh, like i don't want to watch that kid shit i want to see blood yeah some shit like that i mean <laughs> yeah i guess pretty much my mom was like but- my sole contributor to my film influences i think early on what she introduced you to there's um 
like Robin Hood. She was big on like kind of like fantasy, medieval, Celtic kind of stuff. Or she was like she's really big into things that had to do with like warrior culture. Uh huh. Hmm. Um, which had an influence on me. And then martial arts. She was really big into showing me martial arts films and. Um, that that's been huge in my life for a long time that and star wars obviously and kind of sparked my mom was always nurturing of that that kind of imaginative thinking and those types of entertain and pieces of entertainment and stuff like that yeah are your are your brothers as like big as fans as some no they don't i as far as i know they don't like shit (laughs) as far as i know as far as i like anything as far as I know, when they're not, you know, like working, they're at home just staring at a blank wall. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> That's the way man. it seems. That's the way it seems like my, like, um, yeah, my oldest brother, like he likes some stuff, but he, he listens to Adele and fucking Bruno Mars and shit. And like, <laughs> you know, he likes, they go, they check out movies from the, from the library a lot. And it's like, I don't know. He was trying to sell me on that fucking Meryl Streep movie where she's like this, this big um like revered singer but she can't sing or some shit like that i'm sure it's an enjoyable little romp you know what i mean but i'm just like this is the movie you're fucking recommending to me when like every movie i recommended to you was like either like a fucking nolan interstellar or fucking i don't know something kind of interesting or something kind of pulpy something kind of their interests vary like my oldest brother he's into like fantasy novels and graphic novels and stuff but he just kind of like consumes everything so it's hard to tell and then my brother my middle brother, he just, uh, he's not really like into shit. Like he, he didn't really talk about anything with any fondness except for wrestling. He's got like, <laughs> well. he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of professional wrestling from, from the history of it to what's going on now to what's, um, I'm, I'm actually setting up like trying to set up a show with him about that. So he can, it's about his wrestling knowledge because he fucking we used to get down on some wrestling and people still have the same old dumbass gripes about it so i think it's i think it's high time (laughs) somebody who has this kind of knowledge base on it has his say um but yeah he's really passionate about that he used to be passionate about video games but at this point in his life i think he's like trading his ps4 for for pussy you know like (laughs) he's more concerned about the time he's spending with like you know, some fucking girl this week, some fucking girl that week. That's his video games now. Those are his accomplishments. I still have a PS4 and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I want right, to see it. my achievements like, so everyone well, else can. I never, I never, I, I just haven't understand why my brother, he used to be like the, we had a PS3, you know, he's like the big video game dude. I used to watch games with him all the time. But once PS4, like that generation came around, I think he was done pretty much. He hasn't bought a new console. But it gets harder and harder for me to play the games that I even have now. So I guess I can understand that. Yeah. I know. It's like what Andrew was saying with like Alien Isolation. It's like that should be a game that I've already played or, you know, gone yeah. through. And you of all people, it. Maddie, you of all people. That's, I know, that's, that's all, it's all I'm saying. Ass, it's a fucking hard ass game, though, man. Yeah. This is the discussion we need to have on a later episode, like growing up gamer. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. Like, and, you know how thirty-year-old gamers. <laughs> it's tough, man, because all I want to do sometimes is play video games. And even though most of my responsibilities fall on like my job, where you know my my serving job, where I make money to pay my bills and shit. You know, a lot of it falls on the other things that I want to do, like the podcast stuff, and that becomes work pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, fuck! I'm constantly thinking about. It. So it is nice when I do get a chance to like fucking sit down. 
I got Sleeping Dogs, a definitive edition on PS4 recently. Nice. And I just have always loved that game and I never was able to beat it. So I'm looking forward to playing that. I want to beat Dishonored before I get Prey. Um, you know, I got a couple, I got to beat Ratchet and Clank before I get anything else. You know, I really want to play Doom. It was 17 bucks a couple months ago. I went back. It's 26 bucks now. Fucking yeah. hate GameStop. I hate GameStop. But I think Amazon I'm going to order Prime. games on Amazon. Yeah. I think I'm going to order games offline or like, um, you know, those sites that resell shit and stuff. So. Because there ain't no goddamn way I'm playing $60 for video games anymore. Unless it's like a highly anticipated release. But other than that, I'm going to work on this podcast shit. Andrew. Yes. Your bros. I mean, I know Uh them. I've met them. But you guys aren't very similar. Like, you like a lot of similar things, like fighting games and stuff. But, you know, like your dad showing, like you, like, are they as big into like martial arts stuff as you are? Or, uh, I'd say are you, like, are you the biggest fan? I'd say it affected me the deepest where my brothers like, they like the raid. They actually saw that before I did both of them, but, uh, it's hard to say really. Cause I think that some people watch martial arts films and they, they have a good old time and that's fine. But there was something about, um, I guess you could see the influence of Asian culture in a lot of these films too and even asian mythology in some of them you know so that really affected me and then anime didn't help and video games didn't help but then uh, you know i think a lot of people just don't take it to that level that i did but i mean yeah they're they're not as into it as i am jordan likes fighting games a lot which is cool he likes he likes shooters too quite a bit um probably more than i do and uh with like movies, like other than Guardians, I don't, I don't think they've liked a single one of the Marvel movies. They do not like it at all. Um, they would like maybe Deadpool. They like Deadpool, but I'm talking about the Marvel, the the Disney Marvel ones. I I haven't heard them talk about a single fucking thing. Uh, not even they haven't seen Captain America. I think maybe maybe they would like Winter Soldier. But they're just, they like dark, gritty shit. Like, uh, anything, yeah, I mean, anything that's kind of darker and grittier. So, the Marvel Disney stuff, they're not, they're not attracted to. I'm the only one in the whole family. But also, on top of that, I'm the only one in my whole fucking family that's seen Breaking Bad, that's seen Game of Thrones, that's seen, uh, fucking, um, name some other big shit. Like, they just, they just, like, watch their own shit. Jordan likes Fargo. And he likes True Detective a lot. He kind of likes like the crime noir shit a bit. And Taylor likes uh, just action shit. Like John Wick is kind of his shit. Just anything actiony, nothing really deep. Mm-hmm. Benny actually does get into like fucking like Criterion shit a bit. Um, he'll mm-hmm. rent that uh, here and there. But uh, he's like Jordan in the sense that he just doesn't give a fuck about Marvel Disney stuff. Yeah. Uh, 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 but if you if you show them Logan, Deadpool, and strangely enough, they like Guardians a lot. So yeah. uh, they like those. But um, and they they liked uh, fucking uh, Man of Steel. So there you go. And and, and again, my, my brother brought this up too, where a lot of people are just into tone. Mm-hmm. They're into tone more than they are story. Yeah. 
there's a lot of people like that. Whereas I am very much in this plot and theme, which is why which is why Prometheus and Covenant drive me insane. <laughs> it can it can have all the dark tone all live long day, but if that story and theme isn't there, it's just like I can't deal with that. Yeah. Uh. 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 And and also, and I've said this before, I think in a tweet or something, but I, I feel like there's people that like dark, gritty comics and comic book movies, and there's people that like the silly, fun stuff and the the comics and the movies. Yeah. I am a slut. I like it all. <laughs> you know, I do not. I do not give a fuck as long as that shit is good. Uh, I will be there seeing it. You know. Yeah. I thought Deadpool was one of my favorite movies last year, but I also love, uh, you know, uh, whatever Guardians or whatever the fuck. That's what? You know, it doesn't matter to me. So, and I, I see Lego Batman, dude. I, I fucking, I, I do not discriminate. I love all of that shit. So, Flash on CW, whatever. So, um, yeah, my tastes are kind of crazy, but, um. <sighs> Yeah, that's how they are. You know, that's a that's that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, uh, my what sister. Yeah. I'm in a nutshell. Sorry. My sister and I both uh, <laughs> like a lot of the same shit. We Does both she like horror... a Predator and shit and Alien as much? Um, I, not so. We we like watching horror movies together. Like any horror movie, if it sounds cool, we're gonna watch it. Like we've watched some shitty stuff together, but um. Yeah, for the main, like, I don't think she's, like, as big a fan, but she's not, like, opposed to, like, Predator or anything like that, you know? But she definitely loves, uh, like, horror movies is, like, our shit. Like, if a new horror movie comes out and we're around each other, it's like, hey, you want to go see that? You're like, fuck yeah, let's go see that, so. Yeah, they pretty much, uh, (laughs) they pretty much, I don't know, man. We don't agree with a lot of stuff. It seems like, as far as movies are concerned, but and also like, dude, Jordan, Jordan will not see. He hates 3D animation. He will not see anything from Pixar. <laughs> he, he can't. He cannot stand it. He thinks that it. It like, no matter how cartoony it is, it falls into the uh, uncanny valley. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, he's kind of weird in that regard. I don't think Benny's quite like that, and I don't know about Taylor. I don't think Taylor really gives a shit about. Is Benny your Ta- brother? Benny is a uh, adopted brother. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. I, see. I thought he was like your cousin or something. No. He snatched a chick from me one time. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you gotta watch that Benny. Yeah. You gotta keep a close eye on Benny back in the day. This, yeah. This, Boys this. everywhere. Everybody said that like when I, when I talk about Benny for, to people with people from SCAD, they're like, "Oh, is he still crazy?" I'm like, no. <laughs> "He was never even that crazy. He was just crazy whenever he came to Savannah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, yeah. this vacay, yes. They were on vacation. They were they were like living in the parents' house, and when they visited us in college, it was their time to go nuts. Yeah, Jordan was nuts. Yeah, Jordan almost made out with your sister, man. Yeah, well, that's that's fine. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Keep that it ended up being something. keep it in the family. Hey, yeah, in I the mean, Super yeah, house family. That that's 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 pretty funny, man. Yeah. Superhouse hookups. <laughs> new new section. Although that's pretty much in the past. This, yeah, this week on Superhouse <laughs> Hookups. Yeah. Superhouse hookups. 
Yeah. You were on the line with so-and-so. Stefan hooked up with her randomly at a super house party. Hell, hey, how are you? Who the fuck is this? Yeah. Hey, you remember that time we had sex? <laughs> no. Wait, <laughs> what? Who the fuck is this? No, not really. <laughs> She's lying. <laughs> we totally banged. That'd be a funny skit to get some super ladies. House <laughs> yeah. What a d- oh. Fuck. That was that one chick I wanted, Denny. I wanted to fuck her so bad, but I listened to Brett. Who the fuck listened to Brett? He was like, Denny, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, Denny yeah. Bush? I know I know exactly who yeah. you're talking about. I don't yeah. remember that person. I, want, I wanted to have a crack at it. Yeah, and I, I had I, my I chance. Everybody did. Yeah, she was talking to my ear off about Nirvana or something. I was like, she's pretty cute or whatever. And then Brett was like, don't go after her. She's a total slut. I'm just like, maybe you're right back then. But now I'm like, fuck, I knew that before he said anything. And... Yes, please. He said she what? had a bunch of diseases and shit. Really? <laughs> but that's Whatever. just people fucking starting rumors, I don't trust man. that guy as far as I can throw him, although I think I could probably throw him pretty far. <laughs> did, you not, did you not like... Uh, well, let's not get into that publicly, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'll come well, up and bite us in the ass. <laughs> no. I liked Brett a lot. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah. When it came to stupid shit like that, it doesn't matter whose name it was. There was always dumb shit like, don't do that. And I was just so stupid and naive. And I was just like, maybe you're right. I missed out on so much pussy because <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> Fucking idiot, man. But it's, as soon as somebody said anything about somebody having a STD in college, you're like, oh, never talking to her again. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, that part of you, yeah. But then later, I'm just like, what, man? I've fucking been with. That's just because they wanted to. <laughs> that's just because they wanted to get with him too. You can't listen to those. Probably, yeah, that's probably. that's what I thought. He was just like, don't don't look at them when you do that. I don't know. Johnson <laughs> did it to impression. me once too. Of course, Johnson it happened did. all the time at fucking scad. But whatever. I got mine when I got back to Denver. To be honest. Fucking tripled my Chicago numbers for two Christ. years. What's your number at, Steph? Two years. Um, yeah. What is my number at? I would say honestly somewhere around forty something, forty one. Jesus. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I worked in bars for a little while. Oh yeah, that's so true. You you hit it up, and we got it on. <laughs> Friend of mine. Said, <laughs> no, you didn't. That Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece of ace. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done my deed. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. Yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us... A topic for us to talk about, and that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows yeah. how long it'll take? And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet. That's pretty good. If you and don- we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate a thousand dollars, you get full frontal nudes.
We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. You give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll give you a joey for a weekend. <laughs> for $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>